What's up, everybody? Happy 2023. We're excited about this episode. We've got our first returning guest, and also he was our first guest on the pod, Joey Hine, local Fort Wayne stand-up and all-around stud. You can find him on Instagram at J-O-W-Y-H-A-I-N, and we're going to talk about all kinds of awesome shit, and I'm actually going to be in this one, too. Also, don't be shy out there. If you want to leave us a comment, any kind of question, negative feedback, positive feedback, we're on all the socials. we got our Facebook page, Instagram page, our YouTube just go ahead and hit us up on any of those or you can hit us up on the where's my hat podcast at gmail.com email address and all of those are where's my hat by the way they're like i think if you if you search where's my hat you'll find us on instagram it's where's my hat underscore pod who knows maybe we'll feature you on an episode you never know so let's get into it Joey, oh, are we, we recording? Started? Welcome back. Welcome back to the official Princess Diaries 2 Watchathon podcast. We do need to do that. This is your host, Joey Hine. I'm joined by my guest here, Stacy Stark. Stacy Lynn Stark. Yeah, and uh yeah. Kristen. We're gonna go with Marie Stewart. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> what could it be? So that's completely inaccurate, but that's sweet. What's the middle name? I don't remember. <laughs> Brandon, do you know? <laughs> she doesn't have a middle name. He doesn't even know my. She doesn't age. want me to. He doesn't even know if I'm of legal age yet. <laughs> it's not true. But I didn't really know your age until I was listening to an episode of your podcast, and you were like talking about Jurassic Park, and you were like, "Yeah, I saw that in theaters. You know, I was 19." <laughs> yeah. So was, everyone can do the math on that one. Yeah. I was shocked to hear. Yeah, definitely. I look great for my age. That's true. So, oh yeah, welcome to Where's My Hat. I'm your host, Kay Banks. With us today is Joey Hine. I'm so excited. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, do you want to explain why I'm the first return guest and the first guest? I mean, that's an honor. It's because you had the most listens. Charisma. And we need more listens. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and our co-host here today, Stacy Stark, also with us is our editor, Brandon Eifred. Hey. Um, to be honest, the reason why you're back, one of the reasons, is because it's a new year, new podcast. Okay. And you really just lighten the room up. Do you mean it? Yeah, definitely. Brandon. I think I think she means it. Do I think so? Do you too? agree? Yeah, I would agree. Stacy, that you lighten the room up. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and for the listeners, I I just gave everyone a gentle kiss on the cheek before they answered. So <laughs> there was there was some bias in there. But I did close my eyes, so mm-hmm. that's pre- pretty. Could have been anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. 
I'm never washing my face again. Yeah. He, by the way, based on the uh, taste on my lips right now, he hadn't washed it before. (laughs) (laughs) So do you eat Chick-fil-A? No. Have you ever ate Chick-fil-A? No. Why not? Because you know why. Can you explain it? Yeah, basically, and I heard a very misinformed conversation about this on this very podcast, but Mm -hmm. in 2014, (laughs) uh, there was a bill um, that was passed in um, Uganda, I believe, called... Uganda? Yeah, the country. Okay. Uganda be kidding. It's the (laughs) national language of Swahili, uh, the major export... It is. I mean, there was a priest at my church growing up who was from Uganda. Okay. Um, Father Ben. But (laughs) um, in 2014, there was a bill that was passed in um, Uganda that uh, it was like the kill the gays bill, which like legalized um, capital punishment for, for the crime of homosexuality. And that bill the the people that wanted to advance that bill they like it was disclosed that the major donors to um the the politicians that were like mobilizing that bill were people that were funded by an american charity um i can't remember what it was called but you can google chick-fil-a kill gay people (laughs) you'll find it it's everywhere like it's just it happened and it was um, from a U.S. charity that whose like primary benefactor was Chick Fil A. So it's like prior to 2014, if you were eating at Chick Fil A, your dollar was directly going to uh, mobilize a bill that was um, to kill gay people. They froze the bill in the Supreme Court there, but um, it did pass. But then they froze it, so they don't kill gay people in Uganda. But Chick-fil-A was like, dang it. What if that's... So I don't eat there. What if that's why their food tastes so good? Is because... Blood-packed reasons? Like yeah. Satanic like, blood ritual? Yeah, same reason why, like, Michael Jackson's music is so good is because he, you know, is a pedophile. You know what I mean? Like, Do you it think just, he was a pedophile? I don't Did think you that. watch... I don't know. Yeah, it's a documentary. I don't know if he is or not. But have you honest. watched it? Have any of you watched it in this Which room? Which one? Leaving Neverland. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it, but I heard that Oprah said that he probably is a pedophile. And what does Oprah have to gain? You know? That's true. I mean, there's a lot of people think, I mean, who knows, man? It's, it sucks. So wait, wait, wait. I don't think that he, I want to, I want to talk about this. I do not think that he was. I think that, um, that a lot of uh, parents allow their kids to go there and hang out because it was meant for kids to go there and hang out. And after they did that, then they, uh, you know, had it, this whole thing of like, oh, he fucked my kid. And then they had their kid say that, even though like, that's not what it was. It was because he didn't have like a real childhood. He had Peter Pan syndrome. That's like, I, that's kind of what I was thinking too. And then also it's funny that all this comes out like after he's dead and people, I feel like, yeah, because you he don't can't have defend lawyers himself. I don't know that will sue these people. He can't. So my they, they just want money. I think. My only thing with this is the three of you that have not watched this documentary on HBO. <laughs> yeah, we all haven't watched it. Well, We're I, like, I haven't seen it. We're not sure about that. But also, one. <laughs> but even if I watch it and it's like it's still just a documentary that like somebody with a agenda put out. 
People can say anything. Yeah. Very possible. I agree with all of you. I've seen mm-hmm. documentaries that I'm like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. How could mm-hmm. you say that? That seems so far fetched. Right. But please watch it. Please watch the mannerisms of these adults when they talk about these things because actors. I, I mean, very if they if they are actors, they really do deserve awards. Watch the mothers when they talk about it because oh my gosh, where is it streaming? HBO Max. You know they what it is that. though. I just don't want to believe it because I love Michael Jackson's music so much. You know, I know and I don't want to be like. You know, I just don't want to accept it if it did happen. But maybe, I mean, I don't know. Who knows, man? I personally don't have uh, like a stake in this in this game. I don't. I I'm just. I honestly believe that. Watch it. But here's okay. what's really messed up about this situation. I've watched Leaving Neverland, and I started listening to Michael Jackson more. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the it's soundtrack of Leaving Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> just the Thriller album. That, that was a mistake in retrospect, but it's a great album. It what, was what, a what, great it's album. undeniable. They watch the documentary, and they just have Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, damn, this is like, a wow. banger. I was going to get back to the Chick-fil-A thing, though. I didn't know all that. I, I just yeah, I What either. I did know is that he released some statement, which I don't know why he would even do this just business wise. He said like, it's against Christian, like something about his Christian beliefs and how like it's wrong to be gay basically. He like, but he said it like publicly and then everyone was like, what the fuck man? And then, and then, yeah, so (laughs) it is, it's fine. It's, it's picking up my mic. The other thing about Chick-fil-A is, um, and this is, not as bad but this is still like a horrible thing um their commercials they advertise the same product twice in a row oh yeah that drives me nuts also it's like a little thing that i love about the chick-fil-a like peppermint freaking vanilla milkshake is there's a piece of peppermint in it and then immediately after somebody else and it's a re it cuts right back to the top of the pan that goes from the bottom of the milkshake to the top we're seeing the same frame by frame by frame with just a different narration like we forgot. And it's like a little thing I like about the fucking peppermint vanilla milkshake is that there are, you know, things in it that remind me of my childhood. And it's like, okay, it's a terrible advertisement. Well, you said you've never, so you've never had Chick-fil-A, the, just their regular chicken sandwich. You've never had it? Because it is like, honestly, I, I've had a lot of different chicken sandwiches. It's probably like, top five easy i will say this the popeye's chicken sandwich when that first came That's out fire too it beat chick-fil-a hands down the last couple times i had popeye's i did not enjoy it the first couple times i did enjoy it the first couple times it was worth the line mm-hmm. at the store like for sure i don't know about now i haven't had it in a while but i remember like going probably once a week just for their chicken sandwich i am confessing that when i was a child Chick-fil-A just opened in Fort Wayne and my cousin who's like 20 years older than me and my siblings took us she picked us up from the boys and girls club and took us to see Shrek it just come out nice yeah and um it was we really no you know what it wasn't Shrek it was uh cat in the hat with Michael Myers. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like you're too young for Shrek. I know. I was like, wasn't that 2000? And I was like, maybe it's Shrek 2. doesn't I matter. Like, I saw Shrek in theaters. It, anyway, we saw Cat in the Hat with Michael Myers. And um, 
then we went to Chick-fil-A because it just opened and we were all, my cousin included, who was adult, like we were kids. So it's like, we don't want new stuff. We're like this, fuck this. But mm-hmm. my cousin who was, you know, an adult, she was like, this is the worst food I've ever had in my life. We hated it. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's the only time I had Chick-fil-A. Damn. When Cat in the Hat came out. <laughs> Great movie. Did you hate eating it? Yeah, I did. We all hated it. Why? What huh. was it like? I remember it being like not quite right. Like it to the it was chicken, but it like tasted like it was like bad chicken. Like it was like not good. Like it was like rotten or something oh. in my mm. mind. Yeah, I was a kid. I've heard that there's like a pickle taste to it, maybe. Oh well, yeah, right. It's, they marinate it in pickle juice. Maybe it's that that like vinegary like brine of... that I was mm-hmm. that we were all picking up that we're like, get this out of here, you know. That's why people like it, though. Yeah, we were kids, so we didn't want fucking pickle chicken strips. So mm-hmm. sue us. I'm not gonna sue you. I don't <laughs> care if you like that or not. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's people do like that, so. Good for them. Okay. Good for them. So my next question, I have two questions. One, would you like a water? I'm set. Okay. This is great uh, podcast content though. I I tried. (laughs) We should call this, where's my water? (laughs) Yeah. It's in the hat. My next question is. um, Could I get a water? No. You you, can get your own water. You know where it's at. Where's my waitress? That's what it should be called. Aww. Poor Brandon. Yeah. Where's my third wave feminism? <laughs> That's what it should be called. Where were you January 6th, 2020? Um, I was at the US Capitol. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Home, probably. You were home? Probably. Do you remember finding out about it? It was a Tuesday. Which, by the way, I want to point this out. Nothing good happens on a Tuesday. Like Tuesdays are my least favorite day of the week. Nine eleven happened on a Tuesday. Really? January sixth happened on a Tuesday. It did. Were you born on Tuesday? I was Ooh, born on a Wednesday. Burn, burn. How do you know that you were born on a Wednesday? It's. Did you check that out? My mama told me. Have you guys heard the song "Club Going Up" on a Tuesday? Yes. That's something that good that good that's happened on a Tuesday. And that, that song's kind of like, they're they're like, yeah, we're doing this and it's Tuesday. Like, yeah. They don't even care. It's a great thing. Tuesdays like, at Tiffany's? It's what? breakfast at Tiffany's. Right? Oh, my bad. Is my that bad. what you're talking about? Wrong. Wrong name. Anyway, I, I don't really have any comments about the the Jan 6 riot. Why? It sounds like you're itching to get something off your back. It's just a topic that she likes to ask I just, guests I just want to know. Yeah. I just really? want to know, like... Is it a showstopper situation? Like we all know what happened or where we were at for nine eleven. Do we all know I, where we I at don't. when we heard I was about... too young. Oh yeah. How old are you? Twenty six. We talked about this last time. Twenty six. So you're three years younger than me. Okay. So you would have been maybe like five ish. It was two thousand one. So seven. I was four. Okay. Or in 96 in November. So I was four. It was going to be five in November. It was, I was in preschool. So you don't remember? Baby no. Joey. Yeah. Cute, precious, sweet baby Joey. No one told you about it? They probably told me. I was like, mm, me no care. 
you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep it pumping. Yeah, because when I heard about it, I was like at that age where I was starting to like really get into politics. You yeah, know? you were very, yeah, you were turning into a little pundit. Yeah. I was like, I remember like <laughs> being like eight and being like, what? World Trade Center. What? What? How? How? What? Why? Mm-hmm. That's how being I learned that, that there? Like, what is that? Yeah. You know, because because of course we knew about 9-11 World Trade Center. I'm like, what is that? And then there's like a like nine, nine or 11 buildings <laughs> that make up the World Trade Center or like 13 or something They're like building 13 or whatever. I don't. Why are there so many buildings? I don't know anything about it. <laughs> and then the Pentagon is how close to to New York that that could be like an organized effort. I don't understand. Where is anything the Pentagon? Who knows? DC. DC. That's what yeah. I thought. Which but, isn't. It's not know. super far away, especially if you're in an airplane. Like, but I don't know. Uh, like, yeah. It's so and so. I just. It's like on top of me being four at the time. The context of it is just confusing in and of itself. Like someone flew a plane into a building. To me, that's like not a very efficient way to like blow up a building. You were putting planes into buildings just at home with your toys at that point. I didn't have toy planes. You didn't have (laughs) toys. It's probably because of 9-11, to be honest. Could be. What did you play with as a child? I played with... Obviously, dolls. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. And well, no, I played with a lot of like toy, like animals, like and stuffed animals and um, Pokemon stuff. I had a lot of Pokemon stuff. Mm. All my cousins were into Pokemon. I have twenty cousins, so that was a lot of influences on me to to be into it. And dude, um, yeah, dude, Pokemon. Me and my brother were looking at our old cards. We were at our parents' house for Christmas, and like some of those cards are worth like hundreds of dollars yeah I'm so mad it's pretty crazy i my all my cards were given away talking first generation stuff second generation like the like the, the, the ones that came out in like 2000 2001 like the booster packs we used to buy them at this local card store in plymouth and like yeah we have like hundreds of pokemon cards we only got booster packs and we got them all the time yeah and i remember my when we were um my brother's two is younger than me um, when we were like 12 and 10, which is like kind of the perfect time. That's like the marketing age, like demographic for Pokemon cards. My dad was like, yeah, we're having a garage sale and we're going to sell each and every one of your Pokemon cards. We had a ton. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. And he was like, but you're going to get the money, you know? And if, if I'm 12, that would have been like 2008. So like the Pokemon cards that I had from you know, my older cousins that I had inherited or like other things like that, they surely could have been purchased at like something that a 12 year old could have like taken to the store, like a dollar amount that, that I would have enjoyed, you know? Yeah. But then some kid came to this garage sale and my dad gave him all of our Pokemon cards. He was literally my brother's age. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not like we were like too young. And I like, I don't know that just like, Drives me crazy. Why did know. your Why was your dad so dead set on doing that? Did you not tell him that you wanted to like keep them? We or? did, but he was like just like that. That's just how he was. Is it because you're gay? No, that was not why he would have gotten rid of my Pokemon <laughs> cards, which are totally masked. That's why my dad got rid of all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards because they seemed gay. A little bit. He no. just had all the Harpy cards. You're like they're sexy girls. <laughs> <laughs> 
all my blue-eyed white dragon uh, cards were all gone. It was terrible. Did he get blue-eyed rid of red. all your cards? No, all my cards were given. My my brother traded them for magic cards. So all my Pokemon cards, all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Your brother them. stole them and traded them for magic cards, which is a not good game. Those are worth a lot of money, though, too, actually. Magic? Magic, yeah. Like, those are the three. Like, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Magic are all, like, collectors. They have, or they have some cards that are worth a lot. Let's bring back Digimon. Oh, I remember that. I love Digimon. I had a couple Digimon cards. I didn't have that many, but I had, had like, a couple packs of those. I had a couple card, like, individual cards, and I think that it was part of a Burger King toy. It most likely was. I remember, yeah. Do you remember, um, do you remember, you're probably too young. Do you remember um, when Burger King would sell Pokemon um, balls? Like they wouldn't sell them. It would be part of their toy. Like they'd have the gold Pokemon ball and like the silver Pokemon ball. I don't really remember. I mean, I'm sure they did some kind of Pokemon promotion though. I'm sure they like, but I, I don't remember exactly what they looked like. Oh, well, they, these were amazing. And then they'd have like Psyduck. They'd have Pikachu. They had Wally World. Um, Polly 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 World. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so out of the Pokemon game. Not Wayne's World. I've been playing the new one, Violet, and she like just couldn't be less interested. Dude, I tried watching like the original. Like I watched every Saturday. I'd watch Pokemon. I'd watch Batman Beyond. I'd watch uh, Yu Gi Oh. Those are all solid. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I loved it every day at WB on Saturday mornings, mm. and I tried watching Pokemon the original one recently. It's hard. To it's watch. geared for children. I mean, it's definitely like it's technically an anime, but it's definitely like a kids kind of like Yu Gi Oh is too. Though, if you could watch Yu Gi Oh, I can't believe you you couldn't get into Pokemon. Pokemon the TV show does a good job at setting up like the world of the Kanto region, though, which yeah. is like. If you're a kid and you have like any kind of like red, blue, green game, right, then brings it to life for you a little bit. Because be fun those, to watch, especially back then, because the game was like your eight bit Game Boy Color game. Yeah. So you'd have or game regular Game Boy, I think. So you'd have like you're like, oh shit, this is like if it were real. Did you have a uh, a Game Boy? I did. Yeah, I had a Game Boy um, Advance. It was like. Uh, Nintendo Red, which is almost pink, mm-hmm. and then w- that's like the tall one, or maybe it was called a Game Boy Color. It was Wait, a color which was if this? It was vertical. It was the, horizontal. It was an advance. My sisters had an advance, and that was because yeah. they're older than me. And then I had a Game Boy Color, and it was vertical. Then I had a Game Boy SP, and it was silver. The mm-hmm. SP was sweet. I remember that because that one SP. had the back the backlit screen, so you wouldn't yes. have to. The other ones you had to use like a warm light. You remember those things mm-hmm. that like attach on, and this is like this crappy little light that was like had a, a big glare on your screen. It was like a Kindle. It was yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just this weird thing hanging off your Game Boy. Yeah, I remember my parents would give me my Game Boy Color to play because I was obnoxious in car rides. And like we, would, I would be able to play it all the time, like on my way to my grand's my grandparents' house. But on the way home, I'd have to like pause it until the next streetlight came on in yeah. order to be able to play it because it was so dark all the time. Yeah. Stacy. Yes. Do you have a Game Boy? <laughs> I okay. Um, I actually was just telling Lynette about this earlier today. Uh, when it was my birthday. Uh, one time when I was a kid and it was like while my grandparents were divorced and my grandma asked me what I wanted for my birthday and I had no idea so I said I didn't know 
And then um, she was like, well, what did your friends get for their birthdays? And I told her that my friend Ayla got a Game Boy. And so then she relayed that information to my grandpa. And then he bought me a Game Boy, which I did not want. I was just an autistic child answering a question. Keeping it real. What did my friend get for their birthday? A Game Boy. That does not mean that I want a Game Boy. Mm -hmm. No interest. Like, while you guys were talking right now, like, I was out. just like, we're going to cut part that. of this. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to cut that. Hard reset. Hard um, reset. So uh, I took the Game Boy that my grandpa bought me for my birthday and I returned it and I bought a bike. Wow. That's kind of sweet. That's really that's, in the. That's actually. Yeah. That's in the spirit cool. of Pokemon, you yeah. know, turning Sell in the it. electronic for a bike yeah. <laughs> so you can explore and collect. Yeah. Yeah. And then I the bike music starts playing. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. It gets ingrained in your brain when you play those games. It's awesome. They had yeah. good music. They Very still good. do. The new one has awesome music. So I'll I'll stop talking about Pokemon. Sorry. Okay. We're no, gonna, yeah, it's just what I've been doing lately. We're going to start the podcast right here. Let's turn on Princess Diaries too. Royal Engagement. <laughs> we're going to watch it. We're gonna, guys... And we're going to comment on it. Yeah. And and here's a big piece of commentary we're going to get to. The song Break Away by mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson mm -hmm. was written for Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. It's a great song, right? The song was written by Avril Lavigne. Written by Avril Lavigne. And in the original lyric, she said... Grew up in a small town. Kelly says, and when the rain would fall down. I just mm -hmm. stare out my window. Avril says, and when the snow would come down. Oh, really? She's I Canadian. I my window. She's Canadian. Her name's Avril. That's so crazy to me. I've never heard of that name in my it's life. It's French for April. Okay. I mean, and Levine is French for I'm not for saying wine. it's a bad name. It's just, it's very unique. Yeah. Avril. And her is middle name is Ramona. Word? I forgot you're like diehard. Didn't you say love that? Avril. I love. Avril is that the cons the conspiracy thing? Melissa. Is it because of it? No, what? no. Is that I'm I'm saying? You, yeah. Have you ever really talked about that? No, I've I've uh, I've been taking my time learning about it. About Melissa. I'm curious. I've, yeah. A lot of people know about that. I guess I I don't know anything about it. Though. I actually I actually cracked it. I figured it out. Oh yeah. She is not dead. She is not Melissa. She is Avril. She's just kawaii now. <laughs> she has the same teeth. Melissa and Avril have the same teeth. Yeah, but George Washington had dentures made out of the teeth of slaves. So you don't think Melissa could have teeth made out of the dentures made out of the teeth of Avril. Or with, with dental technology, they could take like an impression of Avril's mouth and like make fake teeth that look exactly... Could. But are people really that smart that they would go out of their way to change Melissa's teeth? You're right. They lazily made the clone. <laughs> they were like, whatever, Melissa, this is good enough. It's the <laughs> no same person. Know. Real fast. I just found a conspiracy that Taylor Swift has a clone. And it's the <laughs> originators of Satanism's daughter that's really Taylor Swift now. Ooh, that's sick. Alistair Crowley? Yes. That's metal. Is that explains the lyrics? Can do you have any proof? Or? I don't have any proof. Okay. That's just, the thing it's about, been on well, TikTok, it, dude. It's like anyone famous enough. Like Elvis is still alive on an island. Yeah. Well, now he would definitely have been dead from old age at this point, probably. Yeah. But yeah, Tupac, he's not dead. You know what I mean? Anyone who's like a big enough. 
figure there's always like i feel like some, even gucci man when he went to prison like when he came out he was like kind of jacked and he sounded different because he wasn't on a bunch of drugs and smoking weed all the time. So people think he was a clone too. Or he is a clone a now. A bad the, clone. Yeah. Or I don't a know. more jacked, the, crisper voice clone. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that that's like a common, uh, you know, theory that people get. I would love to have a clone. Would you? Of yourself? Yeah. What would you do with it? Um, we would just sister, sister about and, <laughs> you know, do half the homework we would normally do and <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, so you guys would like you, only one of you would go to class at a time. Yeah. So you'd both be the same person, like as far as the school is concerned. Yes, and and in you'd the share scenario, you share a degree. You share a degree. <laughs> like when you're when you're done, you have to like borrow it or That's make a copy. Right. I guess you just make a copy. That's Wasn't right. there a Disney Channel movie about that? But then like the clone melted in the end. Well, that's not too bad. If the we Olsen already twins. Had the doctorate. Michael well, I don't Mel. know that they had a doctorate. They were a child. They were like in middle school. So there's fo- Disney Channel footage of a child melting to death. <laughs> I don't remember it exactly. I just remember that that was like an issue that the clone had was a melting issue. I don't remember if he actually That's melted a common, or common, you know, clone issue. For sure, <laughs> is melting. <laughs> that is true. Um, would do you want a clone? I'm not that great. There does not need to be two of me. Kay Banks, clone. <laughs> yeah. Would I'd you have sex with your clone? I would. Okay, good stuff. Brandon, clone? Yeah, I think I had this idea before for a metal band of all clones of me. Good. And like at the end of each show, we all fight to the death. And then whichever one survives, they make the new clones out of that the surviving one. What if the one of the clone comes out so strong but so stupid because of the like just law of opposites and then that one obviously is going to win the fight and not know how to clone. And then like the clones will keep getting dumber because like yeah. that one's going to keep Natural I don't know selection. that then that's what happens. But I mean you would pay money to see that, right? I would. Would you guys have sex you and your clones? I don't know. No. Would you have Pro- sex with your clone? No. No. I don't Why think not? Yeah, it'd, be, it'd just be weird to like yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to be like it's masturbating. Yeah, that's true. It's just masturbating. If I did have a clone, that is the one thing that I would ask myself. You would be like, clone. <laughs> get out of well. I would like. You it's leave. the one thing that I would be the most curious about whether or not I would do it. I don't know. You would be thinking about having sex with your clone nonstop, though. Well, your clone would also be thinking that too, though. Since you're clones. <laughs> So you're both like so have a se- an awkward sexual tension with you and your clone. You're just like. So then we would probably just be like, well, ask. we should probably just try it. Yeah, yeah. it would happen, probably, right? You guys should probably try it. Let's <laughs> see why you wouldn't like really. Here's what's oh, what I think is really messed up about the situation. I just thought is I would have sex with my clone. One of us would be Kay Banks. The other one would be Kristen Stewart. That's true. My clone and I huh. would have sex with the same people. At the same time? No way. That would be crazy, actually, though. That could be kind of hot. Yeah. For Dumb. my for the other well, person, not for me and my clone. Me that's and my clone true. Like, we're just doing our job here. And then, I mean, that's like basically for them, it's like twins or something. They're like, oh, I have Which sex is with like, twins. Which is like, is that hot or is that weird? Because it's like, I don't want to talk weird. about mom, quote unquote. <laughs> like, I don't want right. to hear about your aunt. Like, you guys have too many people in common for me to relate. It would be weird. And just knowing that they're related and they're gross. It'd be kind of, yeah. I'd be like, are you guys into this? <laughs> yeah. 
That means I mean, you could I should probably be. make a lot of money doing porn. As clones, yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised. You or you could surprised. make you could make double the you just make double the money. I mean, or half the money because <laughs> oh have damn, you like, have to support. Yeah, you have like two mouths to feed. Hashtag clone rights. <laughs> that um, would be a thing for sure. If like clones were something that anybody could get, there'd be a whole, you know, would be like protests and everything else. What about a sex doll that looks just like you? Would you pimp that sex doll out, or would you just have it at home? I would like leave it dressed up at a Starbucks and like. <laughs> pictures of it and like leak those pics i don't know that'd be fun would you have sex with brandon's clone or stacy's clone since not to put you on the spot i how, think the podcast you, is aware so she knows that they're the clone yeah they have like a little like tattoo on their forehead <laughs> yeah like a, bar a little barcode yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so that's a complicated question. So that would need some context. Like, for instance, would the original copy be okay with me having sex with the clone? I'm not them. Would the original Let's copy... Let's just assume that, like, they don't know or they are fine with it. But the situation is... Let's assume they don't know. Yeah. They don't and know. And that the clone is just not a snitch. And they'll never find out and you'll never... They're, like... Don't worry about consequences. Yeah. Just like, would you actually do it? Though? Because, by the way, the clone is terrified that at any moment, Stacy or Brandon will throw water on them and melt them. <laughs> Those uh, are the old clones. You know, the, they didn't work all the kinks out yet. Yeah. So version. they would never tell. They would never do anything to upset those two. Would you guys have a three-way? <laughs> clone three-way. And does that count as cheating? Yeah. It's Does it count as cheating? It's literally the same body. It's literally the exact same DNA. I, I really would have a hard time doing that without the consent of the original copy, and I would have a hard time like if the barcode's on the forehead, it's really distracting. I don't know if I can really you can put a little it. makeup and yeah. just you can get rid of that. It's bangs, bangs. They have they could, bangs. They could, they could wear a hat or something. Like, yeah. Wear hats. They keep saying, That's "Where's not my hat?" <laughs> uh, I, 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 so it's a no. Sounds like a no. It, it would be difficult. It's not that it's impossible. Not that I wouldn't be open to it. Mm-hmm. Just a very unlikely. Okay, let's Brandon. I mean, I think, like, okay, let's say you're married to someone, and then you find out it's like they cheated, but it was with your clone. You're like, oh, well, they must still like me because it's. You're having sex with me, basically. Yeah. So I feel like I would. You'd be cool with it. Yeah. Except then you find out your clone has abs. Damn, that would be funny. Your be clone like, oh. is. <laughs> your clone's been working out because you've been at the office. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing all the. Should be the opposite. I should be the one with the abs, and then he should be the one. Yeah, but he wants to work out because he's like, you know, he's bored. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd guess I'd be like high five. You'd high five him. Yeah. What about you and your consent? Like, what would how would you feel about dating someone and they found out they have a clone, and the next thing you know, that clone is putting advances on you? Would you sleep I would with that? Be clone? like clone. I'm telling. <laughs> um, because you know what, identical twins have the same DNA too. Right. So, in that scenario, I'd be like twin. You know why. And then what if twin was like, 
actually I'm the I'm the real Jeremy, you know? Right. Like I'm I just was like doing that as like a funny joke, but I also like to role play as my brother because he was like the quarterback. <laughs> and then I'd be like, fine. And then you could at least say that you were tricked into it if it, yeah. was, if it turns out. Because then after he'd be like, yeah. I'm the fake Jeremy. Gotcha. I have a football tattoo, dumbass. <laughs> I was the quarterback. Yeah. It was dark. You don't know. You could, Yeah, you could go with that. I mean, I do guess twins, you could... Do twins have the same DNA? They do have the exact same. Twins do. Yeah, because there's it's... identical twins that like don't look exact... Like they look the same. There's... I know there's fraternal twins and identical twins, yeah. but like even identical twins... Sometimes they don't look the same. Identical twins, it's when an embryo, one one egg is fertilized by one sperm, so it's coated the exact same way, and then that embryo splits. So is it like na- it's nature versus nurture thing? Like maybe one of the yeah. twins grew up? Because I think it was one twin was really fat and one was like skinny. I think mm-hmm. that was all it was. So they didn't look alike, but well, they, like, they weren't born in the well, same house. Like they were he, split at birth. So oh, that's they had different upbringings. Yeah. Well, and then life, life will wither them in different ways too. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, like for instance, there is a case where there, uh, somebody was murdering somebody and their identical twin was the prime suspect, but they found out it wasn't the identical twin because there was a scar on the fingerprints so they found out that it was your fingerprints are different See, so wouldn't that be yeah. dna though isn't same. that identical twins have different fingerprints See, that's what i mean they have like slight different i mean their dna is almost 100 percent, but i bet it's like they're still i don't even know man i have no idea but here's yeah. a question are tegan and sarah identical twins yeah good question i thought they were weren't they i don't know I know the Olsen twins are fraternal. Mm-hmm. T and Tamara what? are identical. How are the Olsen twins fraternal? Are you sure? Yeah. I thought they were identical. No, they're fraternal. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. That's crazy. Do you guys know the Mary-Kate and Ashley quote where Mary-Kate or Ashley, I can't remember which one, says the difference between, let's say it was Mary-Kate who said it. She would have said the difference between Ashley and I is that I think that the opposite of fire is water, and Ashley thinks the opposite of fire is no fire. <laughs> That's really. <laughs> funny. Have you heard that quote? No. I have a tweet that says the difference between you and I is that I think the op- opposite of Mary Kate is Ashley, and you think the opposite of Mary Kate is no Mary Kate. <laughs> I really, I really thought that it was gonna really go funny. like the That's opposite of fire is water and the opposite of water is fire or something, but no, it just goes. Yeah, it's, of fire it's is all no Mary fire. Kate and Ashley. That's great. Yeah, well, and it's actually true because, like, maybe I agree that the opposite of fire is no fire. I do kind of. Agree you know? I mean, it technically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's opposite, water is right? Like a different thing. Yeah, it's just got its own thing going on, for <clears> sure. Yeah. And whereas, like, Mary Kate and Ashley are two different people. Yeah. God, yeah, she was actually really deep when she said that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's like genius. That's yeah, really it's actually kind of cool. Like it sounds like really dumb, but it's not. It's like hilarious, but also like profound. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's like a stoner conversation you would have. Like, yeah, man. One hundred percent. That's why I think Mary Kate said it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Mary Kate is better than Ashley? No, Mary Kate's the one who like had problems with drugs. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Yeah, so she's kind of enlightened. So, uh, hardest drug you've ever done, Stacy Stark? Um, okay. Uh, well, I, I did drop acid one time, but I think probably when I took like 18 Benadryl, that was probably the hardest. That was drug ha- really? Ever. Was that like a heavier trip? Yeah. Like, I was in an oil painting driving. Wow. I, but I was laying in my bed in real life. Wow. Yeah. So you had a dream. <laughs> no, I didn't have a dream. I was awake. That's horrible. You took 18 Benadryl? Yeah, for fun. For fun? For fun. Wow. And it sounds like it was kind of fun. It was, but then I got really sick and I threw it all up. And the next day I had like a twitch in my brain Jeez. all day. So when you took that Benadryl... Did you feel like extremely heavy when it first came on? Like you couldn't like move your body? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I was with my uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, Harmony, and we just laid in my bed. Did you guys do stuff? No. We just we just laid there. The story we couldn't sucks. do. No, we couldn't do it. But like we were both tripping balls. Like we didn't realize we were laying there. We were somewhere yeah. else in our brains. And like, uh, like she would like be talking to other people. Oh, that's like a nightmare experience to me. Okay, like it was kind of, but mostly just because it was really painful. Yeah, if if it wasn't so painful, it would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. But at least you uh, got the inflammation down. Like threw it up. Yeah, that's what Benadryl does. You know. Oh. One of the positive side effects. I I'll probably (laughs) never take Benadryl again. I'm probably allergic to it now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love Benadryl. Okay, Banks, hardest drug you've ever done? Hardest drug that I've ever done? I'm trying to get this roast to cook in. Um, I've smoked weed. That's okay. It. Laced? Laced uh, with crack? I've done, no, I've done some stuff. Like, I've done different drugs. I would say, um, acid. Uh, I've done a lot done quite a bit of acid um that's a fun little little experience um i recommend doing it outdoors if you do it oh i did it indoors it was awful acid you've done acid there was a tapestry of a tiger and the people that i was with um they were watching vampire diaries (laughs) <laughs> so it was very really gay weird. story it was really very scary lesbian well it was like it was a gay couple they were gay men um that i was with and it was really scary it was really scary i thought they were both chipmunks the guys <laughs> yeah yeah one nuts time, in their mouths <laughs> uh one time i did mushrooms and i was in high school and i was in foster care at the time and i was tripping balls and then the babysitter that was there which uh, the wizard they call it was which basically is the sober person and just rides you through it um she was getting bored so she was like everybody cops there was no cops so we all ended up going home and i went to a home that wasn't mine it was with the wizard that i was referring to and uh I get there and I'm tripping balls. I'm having a panic attack. I don't know what to do, what's going on. And uh, everybody that's in this home knows that there's something going on with me. So uh, the person I'm referring to told that her mom that I was just having a panic attack. 
and that there's nothing to worry. She's just going to get through it. So this mom sat me down at the kitchen, and there's, like, stuff moving around behind her. You know, like the that 70s show? Mm-hmm. The um, first scene. episode, yeah. Yeah, it was just oh, like yeah. that. And so, like, I'm trying to focus on what she's saying. That's she's hilarious. Had, yeah, she's trying to have a serious conversation. She's like, Kristen, I know what it's like to have a panic attack. And here I am just, like, looking at fucking dragons in the fucking... Um, uh, the walls and shit just trying to like focus on her but her face is like melting and shit mm. and I am having a panic attack at this point because I'm in an enclosed space with this woman trying to have a serious conversation with me and she's like here's what I'm gonna do for you I'm gonna give you some Xanax to help you calm down <laughs> good stuff right so here I am 16 on mushrooms tripping balls she gives me a xanax and i'm having at this point the best time of my life once the xanax kicks in granted i go in my room and like shit's moving under my covers the the um the creases in the walls like the corners and stuff are literally melding together and i'm just like yeah this makes sense and like I try to take a shower and like the water just feels weird and everything else. Uh, the walls become shiny and like are winking at me and shit. And I'm just like, yeah, this is all right. So when you like you, you guys like decided, oh, we're going to, you know, trip on mushrooms or whatever. There was you had a spirit guide in place that was also like a teen girl. Yeah, pretty much. It was it, she was our babysitter, basically. So like, in case you were we all sixteen, to- and she was just like basically like your guys as like supervisor, like your chaperone, right? Because she didn't want to do it. Oh, okay. And she was like your age. Yeah. Oh, okay. She, she's actually a year younger than all of us. Oh, okay. What? And she was just like a rude little bitch. Who, like, yeah. What <laughs> a fucking cops are on the way. Selfish person. Yeah, definitely. Did it open your eyes? Because it's supposed to reset like the synapses in your brain mushrooms no not at that occurrence i've never done it well and also it's like how you were you too young for that effect to be that um palpable to you you know like how how well trodden were your thoughts and ideas at that point you know i was pretty um politically adverse and i was i've done a lot less drugs at that point so i was a little bit more um well-versed in my opinions and things like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I did have troubles with it because, you know, it's really hard to let go of things. And I only did a smaller amount. There's something called the hero's dose, Mm -hmm. which is what's really supposed to give you, like, that eye-opening experience. Ego death. Yes. Um, And I didn't take that. Uh, I didn't have that situation occur for me until i took acid and i was at a festival what festival it was a bad fish festival in uh ohio what's bad fish it's just a sublime cover band (laughs) they have a festival they had a festival it was actually really cool (laughs) that sounds kind of sweet it was a it was a three-day camping trip and we're all on drugs everybody there was on drugs and we were all just like 
we all treated it like it was a holiday. Yeah. And we all like took care of each other, supported each other. If someone was hungry, we'd give them food. This was like a commune. Kind of for three days with music. It was awesome. Communes have music. So it wasn't like a commune with music. It was a commune. I don't know much about communes. To be honest. Brandon. (laughs) Oh man. Hardest drug. That's tough. Cause I've, I've really tried like, I haven't, I've never done. It's easier to like say that out of like the main drugs. I know there's like, obviously like thousands of drugs out there, but this we're we're talking talking about just the the classics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never tried PCP or like (laughs) GHB. Okay. But I've, yeah, like I've done it all pretty much like acid shrooms, shrooms quite a bit. I've done shrooms a lot of times. I've done acid like four or five times. Shrooms definitely like you can get to that point like that you're talking about. I think it depends on like your mindset going into it. If you're with a bunch of people, if you're at, it depends on your like environment too and what you're like trying to get out of it beforehand. I think what's that? But, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm reading your mind. DMT. No. What's oh. that um, ailment or what's that prognosis where you have one sense and the other sense takes over for it. Uh, Be- Beethoven had it where he could like see sounds or you can synesthesia. like- Synesthesia. Synesthesia is very common when you are tripping on mushrooms. Makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, sorry to interrupt, Brandon. Oh, it's all right. No, I mean, I've tried every, like I've, you know, like Percocets and pain pills and stuff, Vicodin. I've like I've never injected anything and I'm never that's something I just don't want to ever do even though you're from Anderson and (laughs) I I, I've never like I'm not scared of needles either because I've donated plasma a bunch and stuff like that but just I just wouldn't I don't know I just know that's a I have like a cousin that overdosed on heroin and I have a another friend that like was really bad off on that stuff and like I don't even talk to him anymore really the whole but I've like I've snorted heroin though (laughs) What? Like, yeah, like the powder, you know, you can just snort it or eat it. Like didn't know that until now. Yeah, I'm just, I'll, te- yeah, this is a little like, uh, remember dare? Yes. The, yeah, that's like I'm like your dare officer right now. Just yeah. Ta- you could snort kids. it. You yeah. could lick it. They tell kids about <laughs> shit like that you didn't even know, you know, and, that, <laughs> yeah. and then you're like now you're aware of these drugs. That's why yeah. I don't think they really do that anymore. But I've tried like there was a like in my old apartment there was these this one guy I used to work with at Brunswick actually who uh like would bring cocaine over there and stuff so i've done that a few times only that's like a few times so but i've yeah and i used to smoke weed like every single day and shit and yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of like like pretty much all the hard like the the hardest thing i would say would be like like just heroin like snorting that I totally agree. (laughs) I'm gonna put and cocaine is just like your typical hard drug too. It's pretty like everything. Like I don't really think psychedelics count as a hard drug, but I almost feel like cocaine is like way too accessible to even count as a hard drug at this point. And it's not as like it's it's still bad, but I feel like heroin's definitely like as far as fucking your whole life up and trying to function. Like at least on cocaine, you can still like coke get sounds shit like a life ruiner. Yeah, you can yeah, still like can... run a successful company in the eighties. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like I was gonna say, like I've done cocaine maybe like two or three times, and it's not like other like it's not like a psychedelic as no. far as I'm aware. Like it just it's it a would, stimulant. Like it, yeah, it would like just make me feel like I maybe drank some coffee 
but then like I also right. felt kind of like really shitty the next day. Sounds and horrible. I've never I've never done crack either. Good. <laughs> I don't. That's one thing I don't want to try. Like yeah. Uh, anyone I'm that I mean, if, if I was into then, crack and someone who's like snorting heroin left and right said like they would never do crack, I would be a little bit offended. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like what? What's wrong with my drug? Okay. What about you, Joey? Yeah, I've never done um, hard drugs or anything. I've only like I've smoked weed, and I don't really like it. So I get that. That's why I have get to get anxious. Yeah, I get very like just like depressed basically when I'm mm. high. Yeah. So I don't enjoy that. You know I get what? Really though? Paranoid. I think alcohol is a pretty as far as like a lot of different drugs go. Alcohol is actually a pretty hard drug. If you think about it, it's just, it's just that it's widely accepted. Yeah. Basically like if I, if I like ingest too much THC, I will like totally disassociate and feel like I'm like not alive and like I'm in purgatory and like, I'm Mm. like in a loop of time that keeps repeating over and over again. Mm -hmm. And since I experienced that, I can, get to that state now if I drink too much where I totally disassociate and I feel like I'm in a loop of time. So now that happens to me if I if I drink too much. So I don't really drink that much either. I, I like to like have like a drink, you know, and it uh, it affects me really fast too. So it's have like, you ever tried like edibles like before you go to bed or something like take some edibles and then like if you're by yourself in, in like a comfort, you know, because I like you're not alone. I think a lot of people like feel like that about weed the best experiences i've ever had um under the influence is if i've done like a little bit of an edible and then i'll go out to like a restaurant with my friends and they're they also like we were all on the same wavelength i think that's probably a big part of it for me too is being on the same wavelength and being with people who are affected in a similar way as i am so we're on the same page and then they are the type of people who constantly check in and they're like, whoa, you know, I'm feeling like this right now. And I feel like that probably helps me too and keeps it a little bit more present. Cause part of what, anytime that I've had like a bout of depression, like it, it's hard to pull out of that place where you don't feel present at all. And I feel like that's like a super amplified feeling that I'm having if I'm too high or too drunk is I'm just, there's no present moment for me. And they're always like checking in and it's when I've done an edible. It's never been when I vaped or smoked Mm -hmm. and anytime I vape or smoke or if I hit a bong or something, it's too hard, too fast. I like dabbed one time Mm. at like a house of these two guys I had just met and it was literally the worst experience of my life. I thought I was going to die. It was actually in Delphi where those two little girls got murdered. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of like get the picture that like I was at a seedy place literally because and it's not because they were seedy people like it was just like they were just like poor ish mm-hmm. I guess they were just like young gay guys so and um it was just horrible it was the worst thing because it was just like it, only time I've ever had a good experience is, is ingesting it uh, via an edible in a small amount dabs are intense too that's a lot yeah dabs are a lot i i agree with you like i don't really like i there's a very small window of ingesting marijuana where i feel comfortable like there's it's like i feel at ease at where i'm at 
to everything sucks. I can't handle this. I don't even know how to handle the situation right now. Uh, and it's so dumb, too, because it's like I'm literally only ever doing it socially and it's like, is it to fit in? Whatever. No, not really. I'm am trying to like loosen up, like have a good time, whatever, do what everybody else is doing. And like doing something to fit in is like fun also, you know? I don't know. I kind of like it's like everybody's roller skating. Oh, I guess I will. Like yeah. it'll be fun. It's like a group activity. <laughs> exactly. It brings people together. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Lafayette one time. Well, uh, what I was saying about that is like I'm at this exact same level high or drunk it's the same exact feeling for me being barely high or barely drunk like i want to go to a wine tasting like that's as drunk as i want to get like i want there to be like cheese and crackers really close by like that's as bad as i want it to get but um i was in lafayette i went to purdue and i met this guy his name was ryan and i went to his house he owned a home in Lafayette. He was 27. I was 19. And he owned a home. It was like a historical home in Lafayette. Like it was an old one. Like it was built in the early 1900s. And he was fixing it up. I thought that was really cool and hot. And we were hanging out. But I didn't know. I thought it was just going to be me and him. I go into his house. And there's some guy there. And I was like, hi. And I was 19. Like I was like not a confident person. Like I was a young Like I was a teenager and I was like in college. I was very alone at that time. And um, he was like, this is my friend. And I was like, okay, what's his name? And he was like, Ryan. I was like, no, (laughs) because I felt like that's what are the chances that they're both named Ryan? I was like, these are both fake names. They have one fake name that they're rotating. Like, that's not cool. I totally thought I was going to die. Then he said, um, do you want to like hit this bong? And I was like, most definitely. <laughs> like, I wanted to fit in. And the longer I was there, the more paranoid I got. Mm-hmm. It was so scary. I s- knew that they were going to kill me. Did and, they? And then <laughs> hot Ryan, not ugly Ryan, who was his friend, hot Ryan, who was fixing up a house, was like, I'm going to turn a movie on. And this was when I was 19. So that was seven years ago. So Moana had just come out. He <laughs> turned on Moana. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it. Okay. And I was like, ugh, this movie sucks. And I was sitting there and my mouth was getting very, very dry. And then his friend finally laughed. And then I tried to suck his dick. <laughs> then we went to bed. Long story short, I thought I was going to die. That's the end of the story. Wait, you tried to suck his dick? Yeah, it was not working. How? For either of us. Why? A highness. Because you're both too high. Dry oh. mouth. Oh. Etc. Sure. Ne- okay. be- being, you know, young. Real fast. Do we want to take a break? Yes. Very much. It's been an hour. Yeah, I, I need a break. Okay, let's cut all of that. And we're back. Welcome back to the uh, Where's My Hat podcast. This is the beginning of the episode. We have cut everything before <laughs> this. It was a nightmare. Um, a beautiful nightmare. What do you mean we? We. I, I, I <laughs> do you know? This have you episode. listened to not, our episodes? I don't cut we don't have an editor. I, no, hey, I, Joey, have I cut. I edit it. a lot, to be honest with you. But I think podcasts are better when they're not over edited at the same time. But I know what you're saying. We could cut that whole first half out. 
I'm gonna. I, I don't cut, think. I don't think we should. I think it was really good. Actually, I'm gonna cut and paste this whole thing together like a ransom note. It's just gonna be my voice, and it's gonna be like, "I am Joe Wehine the whole time. Um, basically, oh, guys, hard reset. The reset. <laughs> now the sequel. Three, two, one, and we are back. Welcome back to the Where's My Hat podcast. Joey, do you feel as though you have uh, issues with control? Or is that suggestive for me to say that? No, that's true. I definitely have a control complex. I mean, you know, some people are very focused on producing the way other people think about them. And I'm probably one of those people, you know. Would you say you're vain? Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, that is definitely a part of, like, control is, like, and producing your image is is vanity and, like, your relationship with vanity as someone who's presenting themselves to be critiqued. You know, every day you walk out of the house, you're presenting yourself to be critiqued, but especially if you walk on stage to do a tight five minutes, um, <laughs> you're presenting yourself for critique, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always think about that, about how... Hey, I mean, before we get started, sorry to interrupt. Should we do topics out of a hat real fast? I'd love to. Hopefully Vanity's in there. Well, I mean, I you could just finish up what we're saying about Vanity and then do them. Well, as you talk, <laughs> we can if we this. can um, Brandon shook his head, that. no. Just, I don't know. You're just being rude, I think. I'm but. dying to cut this. <laughs> I'm going to well, cut everything. I can I can cut. Joey talked about hat. control issues or I talked about control issues. Yeah, I I usually change my outfit like maybe like four or five times before I go out, like to do stand up or otherwise. I'm an image obsessed person. Like I'm a, I'm extremely vain. I definitely have control issues like in terms of like, you know, beauty sickness in general and just like obsessing over appearance and what i'm presenting in general blah 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 but but as it relates to to being a performer which i thought this podcast was about (laughs) (laughs) not about freaking topics in a hat (laughs) yeah because we found the hat apparently (laughs) oh there it is there it is there's my hat the asmr cast (laughs) um i definitely meticulously select what i'm gonna wear and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's like I basically wear the same thing every time, you know, like I'm I'm wearing like a graphic T-shirt that's very like it's just an image of one thing, just like an animal. Or I'm wearing like a tie dye T-shirt and I'm wearing jeans and it's tucked into the jeans and I'm wearing a belt and sneakers, you know. Or one time you wore that really cool sweater with that triangle on it. I'll wear sweaters, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what sweater had a triangle on it. I think it was a triangle. It was like a brown sweater with like a sort of like a mauve triangle. I Just think. one? I think. It was like it was like leather. Like the 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 triangle was like leather or like a patch. That is so We had a whole conversation weird about it. Because I used to own a sweater that had a leather patch on it and it was so gross to me because when I see leather, I see skin so often. And that, you know, sometimes when you see leather, that's clearly it was like skin. Like, well, I don't no, think it was like real leather. I think it was like a, like maybe like a suede type of a situation or like. When I see we leather, I this. see wealth. 
We never should have talked about vanity. You were right, Kristen. We're cutting all of this. <laughs> I all the good conversation Fair about enough. vanity happened before we had our microphones. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so Basically, no, no. I was saying that even when you're dressed down, you are consciously selecting what you're wearing, and that is a form of vanity. It's not a coincidence mm. that you are wearing, you know, a hoodie every day. You buy hoodies because they make you comfortable and you're and not physically comfortable but like emotionally comfortable and that is a form of vanity you're comfortable being perceived as the guy wearing a hoodie so may i interject for a moment yeah Mm. so the first probably four months i wore layers on stage just so i have some sense of comfortability when i'm up there because i felt so uncomfortable up there so like it was like in the middle of the July heat of the summer here in Indiana, and I would you would still see me in a hoodie and a ball cap and all this type of gown, um, <laughs> gown <laughs> with many like I would have many layers on it. I typically don't wear that many layers, yeah. just so I felt more comfortable when I'm on stage. Yeah, you were in disguise, right? And I still sometimes do it, but um, we were talking about how we present ourselves on stage. And um, how do you feel as though you present yourself on stage with what you're wearing versus what you're saying? Uh, Oh, what I'm wearing, you know, I I have tried to, and I don't know if what this has to do with like real life versus stage life or performer life. Like uh, my, what I'm wearing has a relationship with what I'm saying. You know, it's purposeful. I have produced and thought about everything that you're consuming when I'm on stage. I don't take the mic out of the stand. You know what I mean? Like, it's like everything. Like, I am like, when when it's leading up to when I'm going to go on stage, I'm thinking about the direction to which I'm going up to the stage and, you know, what I'm going to say even when I'm not really on quote unquote you know and it, it's like obsessed over and what i'm wearing is a has a relationship with that as well you know like i i'm not wearing necessarily what i wear on on a day-to-day basis and it's like been thought over does that make sense definitely like i do my first um i don't think you've ever seen me do it because i typically do it out of town but when I do physical comedy, I usually start at the beginning of my set to do physical comedy. So I don't take the microphone out of the stage and I can have full access and full autonomy of my body while still have the mic in the mic stand. And then with my outfit, for sure, uh, I, if it's like a performance that I either I'm trying to impress uh, the people around or it's a performance that I was put into for a purposeful event, like for instance, for real, for real, I'll wear like the typical mom outfit, which I find to be completely ironic because what I say up there is very non-mom-esque. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you feel like what you wear is a mask? Um, yes and no. Um, I feel like what I wear is just a presentation of what I want people to interpret versus what I say. 
the the reason I ask is because, and like you were saying, you like you wear layers and stuff, but it also goes back to kind of how I I dress myself when I'm on stage too. A lot of what I'm wearing, I I feel like it's like uncritiquable. Like it's like this is very normal what I'm wearing. You know, like I'm wearing very I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans and sneakers and a belt. You know what I mean? And I feel like I, I'm trying to look good. I want to look cute. I want to look nice. I want to look like someone who just like has their head on straight. Like I, I don't want to seem like a psycho, whatever. But it's also, I guess in a way, there's a shield of I'm not necessarily like an outrageous looking person. Because in reality, there are a lot of things about my appearance that are outrageous or about the way that I um, walk through the world that that is outrageous or like subject to critique with that's out of my control. So what's in my control is very almost conservative, even though I'm wearing, you know, like jeans that are skinny or jeans or like there's like close fitting jeans and like a close fitting shirt, you know, I guess it's a little gay or whatever but like it's like normal you know and what i'm saying is whatever i'm saying it's whatever i wrote i don't care like if it's normal or whatever i'm just like sort of paring back what can be critiqued so when you're up there wearing all of these layers are you presenting something that is very immune to criticism because you're just normal Hey, I'm I'm just wearing a I'm wearing a baseball cap. You can't see my hair. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. You can't see my body. I, you know, and like the the baseball cap, maybe you can't even see my face because of the way the light is hitting me. You know, are you immunizing yourself to criticism that unless you subject yourself to it? Mm, yes. It reminds yes me. Yes of- and no, because like I. I'm really open to critique and criticism when it comes to my comedy. Like I am really excited about the idea of people criticizing and critiquing what I say because of, I want to become better. I want to become a better comedian. I would love, I'm really scared to say this. I have had a couple drinks, so I'm really scared to say this, but I would still love to have the experience. I would like to have the experience of having a heckler only because I would love to know what that's like and I'd love to know how I can handle that situation. And I don't know how I can get better if I don't stay uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And for me, being uncomfortable is what makes, for me, comedy fun for me. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm comfortable on stage, I don't feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's interesting to me because, and this goes back to the control thing, like, I don't want to step outside my comfort zone. So anytime somebody tries to interact with me while I'm on stage, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, but like some people will shout out to me a little bit, but it's usually in a very positive way. I mean, it's only been in a positive way, to be honest. It's happened probably like 10 times, but like, um, it's always something that's sort of positive. Even that is enough to derail someone, but it's still positive. And like it still makes me uncomfortable because I want to be in control of what it is, because I think the most important part of what I'm doing is not how I'm saying it. It's what I'm saying. 
you know, and obviously there's a how I'm saying it element too, but it's really about what I'm saying. Maybe that has to do with the like dressing in a way that is less critiquable. But I also think that some of my jokes hinge on the fact that I need the audience to perceive me as attractive, likable, smart, Mm -hmm. like, like a perfect person. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely how I feel like, um, cause I, I'm not a very confident person. And so I want to look as good as I possibly can. Like I want to feel as good as I possibly can when I go up there and then people are all looking at me because if there's something off, if I don't feel right, like if I don't feel like I look right, then I'll just blow it, you know? Yeah. And what you were saying about hecklers too, like it's almost harder if they say something positive and interrupt you because then you can't just go like, well, Fuck this you. guy's wasted. He's being an yeah. asshole. Like you have to kind of, it's kind of like harder to, because people do that at like music shows too sometimes. They'll like yell, you know, like positive things. Uh, yeah. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a song they want you to play or something. <laughs> Even if it's after the set, they'll be like, hey, that was great. You guys should do this and this. And you want to be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but then it's like they're just, they, they just enjoyed it and yeah. they want to hear you. So it's like, it's harder to deal with that, I think. It is because, and yeah, in my, in my experience, it's only women. And it's only women that are like near my age or older that are very encouraging and positive about it. I mean, have you guys, I've never seen you be heckled, Stacey. I have been. But, and I've never seen you be heckled, Kay. But like, I feel like a pretty sizable portion of the heckling that I witness, as well as what I receive is like positive you know it's people saying like okay yeah (laughs) and stuff like that and it's like but Mm. even that it's like i i know your comedy stacy benefits from the dead air you know for sure my comedy i think benefits from dead air depending on what it is but it definitely never benefits from someone yelling yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. there was this one time at Summit. I don't know if if you were there. I don't think that you were there. Kristen. Wasn't. Um, but there's this girl in the audience, and like while I was doing my set, she was just like, "I love you," and I was like, "I love you too." Just kidding. I don't. I don't know you. And uh, she was like, "Yeah, you do." And then like I looked harder at her, and I was like, "Ashley," and it was like this girl that I had met one time. <laughs> And uh, and then like we had this interaction. Um, God, what was it? Uh, she oh she told me we sang karaoke together once. I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, uh, "Are you gay now?" And she was like, "A little bit." And I was like, "Good, because I only sing karaoke with people who are lesbians." I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you said that you you sang with her because you thought she was gay, and that yeah. got a laugh. Yeah. You benefited from that heckler. Exactly. And I'll never get that that moment back. I wish I had it on video, but that was that was that was really funny. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I'm scared of that situation to occur cuz I don't know how I would handle it. I don't I do know I was heckled once by a fellow comedian and he was just just being fun and I did come up with a clever comeback immediately. But like 
The idea of being heckled scares the living daylights out of me, but I want that because I feel as though, I really feel as though I do the best being uncomfortable and trying to figure out how to work through that. Because I don't know what it is. Being comfortable on stage feels almost boring. Not just to me, but to to the audience on top of that. Because I'm not being as animated. I'm not being as um, into the situation as if I wasn't. Does that make sense to anybody? It makes sense, I think. Maybe I have performance anxiety, but I feel the um, I feel adrenaline when I'm on stage, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So maybe Do you really. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm good at using that adrenaline. I don't think that I have the performance anxiety that someone who has stage fright has, you know what I mean? It's more of a tailwind than a like monster in front of me. Yeah. Like I always get, it's like exciting. It's a rush. Yeah. You're like, it it kind of is like part of the reason I like doing it sort of Mm because you can play all day. Like it, like it might in my situation, like band practice or like at home. But when you're like playing in front of people, it's a better, like a better feeling I would say. Yeah. It sometimes it brings out, like it makes you play better almost because you're like you know you're being watched so like i gotta give these people a show you know yes and with comedy you have immediate feedback immediate when you're writing a joke or when i'm writing a joke i'm plotting the laughs i'm i'm Mm -hmm. anticipating where it would be and if it's not there there's a pit in your stomach and if it's where it wasn't supposed to be it's extremely exciting right Yeah, like that happens to me all the time where people laugh where like I'm not, it's not like a moment where I expected them mm-hmm. to. And like sometimes I'll even stop and be like, <laughs> I don't know what was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that makes it even funny. It's like a bonus. Yeah. Yes. I'll often say like, is that funny? Or I'll say thank you. Like if someone like laughs at something that I'm not expecting because mm-hmm. it usually will happen in those first you know, 30 seconds where you're not joking at all. Mm-hmm. And you're just doing like the setup. You're just benefiting from the energy of the room or the energy of the host, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you, comics have it, comics have it like, it, it's weird. It's the only performing art where you get on stage and like the audience feels like they can be part of it. Because imagine that at a play or a band, you can't really do that because they're so much louder than, you know, if anyone's yelling, you can't really hear them. Yeah, in, in stand up, for some reason, like the audience thinks, like, "Oh, this is my chance to have a fucking conversation with the," and then ruin the show for everyone else because they're they're like drunk or whatever. I think that's like the most rude shit. Like, I hate. I think heckling is the most like. I'll never be a heckler. How do you? How do you feel about crowd work? Um, I don't do it. Um, the interesting thing, the other f- performance thing that I do is like, I am in an improv. Um troupe like theater troupe that is like a murder mystery dinner theater here in town it's called dinner detective dinner detective fort wayne and um it is improvisational so it's like a two-hour show where i'm improvising the entire time it's just me and one other person and a room full of like drunk old ladies Mm -hmm. and i'm improvising the entire time it's all crowd work i'm standing people up and i'm asking them questions and talking to them and making them laugh but if i'm doing stand-up I don't know, like time's a little bit more precious when you're doing stand up. It's not a two hour show. The lights are not on. Mm. So I'm up there alone. And by the way, I have planned 
however much time, you know, I've I've planned 20 minutes mm-hmm. to say all of these things and I've planned enough that I don't even have to say all of these these things. I've planned enough. Mm-hmm. I've planned 30 minutes, you know, to mm-hmm. to go on and and when I get that light, I have a joke in my mind that is exactly one minute long that I'm going to plug right in. I'm going to transition right to and get right to mm-hmm. and tie it up perfectly. You know, I, I've planned it. Yeah. Right. And so when it comes to crowd work, there are people that are great at it. There are people that do it and the audience loves it. And I don't necessarily like it, but I'm watching it and I'm just like, I guess this is what the audience likes and that's fine. And and it's people that are obviously great at reading the room I don't know if I'm great at reading the room. I think also I don't necessarily have the benefit of having audiences that are my type of audience. Like it's not like I'm getting a lot of like people that are like, I want to go see, you know, a gigantic gay person tell five <laughs> minutes of jokes here at the, the open mic tonight. No, the people of Fort Wayne are coming to see, you know, a guy that looks like their dad tell them jokes that are crude and rude and that's not necessarily what i do i'm not 100 percent sure like i do f- i hear what you're saying and like fort wayne audience is so much different than around the area for sure i but i do feel like you can no matter who you are you can give a performance and it gets a really good response whether it's a lesbian whether it's a gay person whether it's somebody who is the shrewd and crude dad like no matter what you can get a really good response i think i'm extremely well received (laughs) most of most of the time when i do stand up especially if i'm going somewhere that's like small town indiana i'm kind of terrified it always goes incredibly well yeah except for one time when i went to decatur no i did a show in a pizza restaurant there were monster pizza I don't know. Pizza King? I I I don't know. It was Monster Pizza. I it it might have been. It, I don't think it was Pizza. I don't know. But there were uh, there were four older ladies in the audience. That was it. And as soon as I started talking, they left because I was talking about my asshole. Perfect. Well, Question. I'm f- I'm from Decatur, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I live in Decatur. <laughs> it was monster pizza okay those but, were his aunts yeah. wait you like live in there currently yeah i live in decatur yeah so you drove like upwards of 30 minutes to be here 30 minutes yes yeah it's not super wow. far away it's not far i like Do you it want there. A domino's pizza huh i mean it's 30 minutes or less with them i figured since you drove 30 minutes we can get you something that's no are you hungry but... krista <laughs> maybe <laughs> anyway the point is like yeah, if I'm going to like a conservative place, I think that I can still do a great job because I think my jokes are funny. I think that I'm funny, whatever. You know, if I'm doing it doesn't matter. I think that I'm well received, doesn't matter. But if it if it has to do with crowd work, if it's something that feels candid, if it's some if it's something that feels like people are being called out by me, I don't think that they necessarily want to hear it from me as much. I don't think people are as receptive for me in that way. If it's, you know, my act is my act. Mm. My act is something that I think is good Mm. and it is what it is. And if it goes well, like I think that it deserved to go well. And if it doesn't go well, I think that it wasn't for them. I think it went over their heads. You know what I mean? That's just like how I feel, you know? 
So with crowd work, I, I, it's just not, not, I don't think it's what I do. I don't think that it's something that I'm good or bad at. It's not something that I try to do, you know? That makes sense. My next question to you is, have you ever gone to a venue and you've seen the audience that was there and you changed your set list? Nope. <laughs> Basically, I know what I'm going to do. Sometimes, actually, you know what? That's so funny that you say that. I changed my mind there just recently. <clears throat> it happened at an open mic because usually I'm just doing what I'm planning on working on mm-hmm. for an open mic because that's what it is. But there were several teachers of mine. Oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> uh, an that. open mic. Um, former teachers of mine who came to see one of their, like, one of another teacher's children who who does stand up in town and um i was gonna do all new stuff instead i did two new things and then i closed it on something that always kills because Because, you wanted to impress them because i went to school for acting oh and they were teachers who had seen me perform they were people who are used to judging me mm-hmm. and criticizing what yeah. i present to them as a performer and i was like i'm going to freaking rock their world because like being funny in a classroom is different from being funny on stage and making a room laugh and yeah. i changed it for them i did i, I put I, in something that i cannot kills imagine you joey not being funny anywhere thank you brandon doesn't know he's never seen it i've never seen it but he's met you twice now i don't know how i'm supposed to that's the thing i would i I really would love if you saw all of us (laughs) i'm so inaccessible actually we just we can just get a babysitter one of these weeks you know what? You I really need for to. <laughs> yeah, if you want to come out, I'm sure I'll have to. Because everyone in this room, except for you, Brandon, are killers up on the mic. Hell yeah, Brandon! So, I one think day. you're really funny. I think you could be good at stand up if it was something that you wanted to do. But you're already a musician, so yeah. honestly, that might be a better path. Do you guys <laughs> like when they combine the two? And like, it's like a guy that here's what I think is kind of weird. I've always like I've, I've seen Zach Galifianakis do this, and he's like. Basically, he's just playing piano, but he's telling jokes into the microphone. The the piano has nothing really to do with anything that he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's just doing it, and, and it's like quieter than you know his voice. So he's just talking over himself playing. There's like a humorous cabaret vibe to it, basically. I, I guess. Yes. I guess that's what it is. It's the timing or something. It's, yeah. it's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it though. It's almost like oh, check it out. I play piano. And here's these jokes that w- that would work by themselves already. Yeah. So like, what do you need to do that for? I feel so. My opinion on that is it helps with the timing, and I ha- feel like it helps with the ambiance of the situation. So yeah, like totally Dimitri, My- uh, Dimitri Martin, when he does when he plays guitar with his jokes, I feel like it really helps with like when he strums really hard after a joke. It's like to get the audience Punch not that. just laugh, but to laugh harder. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Well, like. Sarah Silverman, yeah, but I don't know who, if that's necessarily good or not to do that. To do that, I don't know. Sarah Silverman, who we love, yes, very um, much. she 
writes. She, so Jesus I like Sarah, is Magic. Yeah. Sarah Silverman's awesome. Her first stand-up special, Jesus is Magic. There are like five songs in it. Yeah, it's like a musical. Well, see, special. song that's different. That like Bo yeah. Burnham. If he's if you're singing or like Weird Al, even you're singing song like you're a making comedy that. Song. It's like a funny song that you wrote to be funny. Yes. that's different. I just mean like when they use it as like just background. They're underscoring their set. Yeah. I don't know. It's not necessarily bad. I don't think, I don't know how I feel about it. I just, when I watch stand up though, my favorite comedians don't do that. Yeah. That's all I know. Part of me loves the idea of scoring a set because I think a score enriches every, any television show with an original score is a fabulous television show. Like 30 Rock is fully scored and it's meticulously scored and it's really, really, it makes it better. It's a better show. It sets the mood or like, Oh yeah, SpongeBob. Any animated show that you're watching is scored. It's completely scored. It's it's musical the entire time, and it's yeah. wonderful. It's the score of SpongeBob is funny. There's you know trombone. That's like yeah. making silly sounds. And you the, know, yeah. there's actually only a few movies, and they did this on purpose that don't have any soundtrack at all. Like No Country for Old Men's one of them. And they like, did that, but, but like they had no music in oh, the whole I movie. I saw it's that weird. movie. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's 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 really kind of like if you watch any horror movie and you like they have this on YouTube and stuff where they take the the uh, just the, the music out, out and it's really weird because that builds a lot of the like music definitely makes the movie like a exactly. lot more emotionally impactful. Yeah, it tells you what to think. And there are people that are like music majors that have Twitter. They've been set loose to Twitter, and they'll just tweet horrible things about movie scores that are just so obvious it's like this movie's telling me how to feel because they're just these genius <laughs> musicians who are so sick of like scores but it's like no I, that's part of my the theatrical experience you know i've gotten to a point in my suspension of disbelief where i have allowed a soundtrack to tell me how to feel and that's a fabulous thing. I I, I love it. I love a, a well scored movie. Or, but if, and if it's, yeah. I feel like though there is something to be said about that. Like if it's really well scored, a lot of times you don't really know unless you're looking for that. If you're just watching a movie, you don't even think about the like Home Alone. I, I watched that like... the other day, and it's sorry. Yeah. I don't okay. mean to no, that was just... it. That's pretty much it. I'm just saying. Sometimes <laughs> you don't notice it. No, I like. I feel like with uh with horror movies, especially the score. Let's me know when something's about to happen. Like look it's up, not, look it's up not from your phone, telling bitch. Telling me how to feel. It's right. just like it, it's like the anticipation of like, oh, yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. And that's one of the greatest um, examples of postmodernism in media is if you look at horror movie scores in 2022. You know, it's just turned 2023, so I can't really say that. But um, <laughs> those scores are deceptive. It's deceptively scored. So there is all this anti leading up to nothing. The jump scare happens in the lull, you know, mm -hmm. and they get you. It's because we've trained ourselves to watch these movies and look up when they're doom, da doom, 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 yeah. Doom, yeah. And then it's just like his brother, like going like, bah, gotcha. Yeah. And like, but and you think nothing. something's about to happen just because of the, the exactly. That's a good point. Actually, I have yeah. that's postmodernism, you know, I have that's actually noticed that, commenting yeah. on the comment, you know, mm -hmm. I love. I love that. 
Do you guys want to get into some topics in the hat? We've got like, yeah. we've been at it for a while now. I'll edit a little bit out probably of the beginning after we came back to break. Before we go any further, uh, just so we are, are all clear, we should probably end at around 1030. Okay. What time is it now? It's 949. I'm just saying, we've been, okay. you know, we've been on for like um, 105 minutes. Okay. So that's wait, like... Wait, wait. An hour forty, Stacey, but that's counting the break and counting like I'll probably edit a little bit after the, the first part, which is getting cut. <laughs> yeah, the entire first half. No, I do the first half. Every time you say that though, it's always like gold. So I, that means <laughs> oh. I, that's like my cue to leave it in for sure. Them? Yeah, nah. I should I should oh. get one. I guess so. I've gotten a repeat topic. We're all here. drawing topics out of a a very old school looking hat that I've never seen Kristen actually wear. Is it your hat? No. Stacey, you want to go first? My topic is octopus. That's a repeat topic. What's your topic, Joey? Barack Obama. Was this a trick? What's your topic? Uh, Kay Banks' topic is octopus. It better not be the fucking Great Wall of China over there. Mine's also octopus. You guys put only octopus and Barack Obama in here? No, there's also uh, an Where's equal Great amount Wall of, of Great Wall of China. I've totally there's forgot. Another Barack Obama. <laughs> This is not funny. <laughs> uh, dude, I totally, they told me they were going to do that and I forgot. Why? Because you okay, guys Joey. know that I hated these topics. <laughs> okay. Okay, That's Joey. Exactly do you want to do a real one? This, that was it. That was it. Wait, 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 that wait, was wait, hilarious. Before we go any further, before we go any further, was these three topics in the f- episode? Yes. So too hard reset. It's, it wasn't. I had, I had edited great wall of China. Yeah. Right. We, Joey had octopus, had octopus and you had Barack yeah, Obama, and, Obama and they weren't edited out. We for... edited out a bunch of stuff because for reasons that I'm not going to bring up. Okay. <laughs> so we don't have to edit it out again. Yeah. All right. All right. Do we the want audience is like, what was topics? it? Yeah, we're getting new topics. Yeah. I think we should do octopus, Great Wall of China, and Obama. Well, what, no. Okay, what do you want to say about Joey octopus, though? It's I'll, like it's I'll a cool, it. it's a cool creature. Yeah, it can. They can shape shift in the South Pacific. That's that rocks, but other than that, they're also a mollusk and a pescatarian. <laughs> a pescatarian, real. <laughs> okay, real. But I topics. made all of those for you, Joey. Thank you. That's a, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Oh, do you want one? Oh, yeah. I, I'll, yeah, I can take one. I just got another topic. It's a big letdown, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we should have done octopus, Hang Barack on. Obama, and Great Wall China. I don't but know you wanted is. real topics, trade? Joey. This is all for you. Tradesies, no, don't look. Okay, I'll trade you. Tradesies. What? You should have looked. I don't care. You're so trusting. Oh, this one's good. <laughs> group dance i know what's what? that mean i don't remember right. Like the you, macaron- you go first you go first <laughs> well let's hold on to this and continue talking for a little bit longer is that okay yeah because i got a lame topic also can i do a double dip double dip no. let's all double dip can we all double dip they're all lame brandon what'd you I, get i got eggs come on <laughs> what's yours Kristen? they're all lame Joey. bosses bosses is good Dumb, you dumb. know what? On one hand, I think if they're lame, it makes pets. it. You have to be more creative in a way if it's really lame and make it like talk about something interesting. But at the same time, it's like, can't you guys I'm double think dipping. of something like different than eggs? Honestly, I just got another bad one. They're all bad. This one's Harry Potter. I told you they're all bad. The other one that the, the other one that I traded him was uh was pets. I can go there with Harry Potter though, honestly. Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh man, I have imaginary friend, but friend spelled wrong. 
That's good. How is it spelled? The E and the I are switched around. Are they really? Can yeah. we get into that? That's crazy. Oh, friends. <laughs> did any of you guys have an imaginary friend? I did. I didn't. Never had one. So. So yes or no? Yeah, honestly, I'm like, what is this like <laughs> vamping going on? Yes or no? Five. It's not a funny story. It's just a story. So I had this like balloon taped to a cup. No. And I put a smiley face on it. And then I put little hands and feet on it. And I named it Bob. And I took Bob with me everywhere for a long period of time. And it freaked out my mom and my stepfather. So my sure. stepfather popped it. <laughs> and I was traumatized. That's awful. Is this Sorry. Castaways 2? <laughs> yeah. Is Tom Hanks it was gonna be in it? It was before Castaway came out. No, so what? It's the, it's the prequel. Yeah, it was Bob. What are you talking about? When did Castaway come out? I don't know. Someone actually, you might be right because Castaways was. No, like I am right. This is my story about my life. Something. What Castaway was two thousand? I think it was. It was. Uh, I know it's a story about your life. I'm saying when ca- if Castaways was before or after that event. I lived in the townhome, so it was, it was about ninety nine to two thousand. Wow. We could look we have we all have phones, but all right. I'm I'll, I'll, so I'll not you're the plugged editor. in. I'm so not plugged in. That's what's so great about me. Stacy. I'm kinda drunk. I'm not even sure what you guys are talking Who about. Who was your anymore. imaginary friend? Um, I think her name was maybe like Teresa or something. She had long <laughs> brown hair. I used to like draw her like little like paper doll drawings kinda, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You did you believe in her? She had cute little outfits. No, I mean I knew that she was just like a thing I was drawing, but it but I I mean I think I was like kind of lonely and bored, you know? So it was She was like, a character you created. Kind of. Yeah. How old were you? Um like elementary school, like second or third grade. Did you talk about her? Did you tell people No, about I her? don't think I've ever talked about her until now. Oh, her name was Teresa. That's kind of cute. Think, I think that's what her name was. She was a Catholic girl. Um, maybe <laughs> she wore like little tank tops. She was hot. Yeah. <laughs> she was gay. Uh, I mean, I think she was like a a, a gay girl that looked straight. Yeah, lipstick less. Exactly. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's passing. You? I never had an imaginary friend. Did you I know really anybody didn't. who had an imaginary friend? I, d- I didn't know anybody who had an imaginary friend. No, that's interesting that you asked that. Did you? No, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah, nobody's never. open about that. <laughs> I mean, no, if I I would be I would admit it if I did, I really but would. But ki- when you're kids, like I don't know anybody who had an imaginary friend because I people I weren't like either if they didn't admit imaginary- it, maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would that be? I don't know. That's it's weird. I think it's kind of odd. It feels like some kind of trauma happened if you have an imaginary friend to me, but yeah, me too. Which is fine. I mean, that's okay. Means get through things how you got to get through them. You know, we were just like little gay kids that weren't sure what was going on. Right, right. I get it. And I, I didn't have like a whole lot of people around me all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did. I guess is the difference. Maybe I was surrounded by people. Mm, Yeah, I had, I had siblings that were all. You know, I'm the oldest of four, and like we were all close in age, so like maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Also, a yeah. uh, Castaway came out in December 2000. So oh. pre 9/11. So suck it. It was yeah. pre 9/11. It might have been <laughs> by months. Uh, months. Bob might have been post 9/11 then. Wow. I, I don't. I don't know. 
whatever. It doesn't matter. It wasn't like I don't remember. Steal it. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember stealing the idea. If it was a volleyball, away. I'd get really suspicious <laughs> yeah, though. Like faker. <laughs> Bob was chill, man. Did you think Bob was real? Was Bob sentient to you? No, Did it you was talk just to him. Bob was just cool. We like we hung out. I carried Bob with me back and forth to my homes, and he was just chill. Yikes. You needed a hamster so bad. I had like 20 million cats and three dogs. Whoa. 20 million. That's you, impressive. Yeah, that's a lot. You needed a kennel license. <laughs> At that point, maybe. But yeah, no, Bob was chill. And I, I, I remember being heartbroken when uh, Bob got popped, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he got popped. Did yeah. you like get he a got haircut? arrested or something. When? Like recently. Like in the last week or so. No. Your hair's just like sitting differently. It might be. I did shower today. It's so layery. Like, okay. It looks I, layery. Yeah, it looks layery. She took her monthly shower, so it looks a little different. Yeah. I did put conditioner <laughs> in it today, which is unlike me. Do okay. you guys ever have the... This is a great temptation of mine. I love cutting people's hair. You what? I love cutting people's hair. You know, I have done it a couple of times. I want to do it. Yeah. It's a literal, it's called a Delilah complex. <laughs> it's something I made up. Well, it probably exists. You know, in the Bible, when Delilah cuts Samson's hair and mm. takes his power, I love cutting people's hair. It's just like. So you think you're taking you their power? I don't know. It just is like, I'm are changing you, you. Are you good at it? I am. Have you yeah. done, you've, so you've done it like quite a few many, times. Many, to, many, many times. To other yeah. people or to yourself? To myself and other people. I cut my own hair and I cut, I cut other people's hair all the time. I love oh, doing it. Oh, okay. Oh, that explains my hair is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that. I was just thinking it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love cutting people's hair. Freaking, Your hair looks good, by the way. Thank you. I thought about, like, I'm going to get mine cut short, like, a few I'll inches do it. off. I'll do it. Really? You want me to do it right now? <laughs> Maybe not right now. I would but... love to do it after this podcast. I love cutting people's hair. I You just do it for free, though? You should, like, yes. make like, because people make good money doing that shit. Don't care. I do it for free. <laughs> I, you know what I love doing? Cutting someone's hair at a party so everyone can see. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I... I changed this person wow this god made man in his image damn that kind of goes back to the vanity thing a little bit but it's on someone mm, else not a little bit a lot a of lot it, of it. It's, <laughs> it's like i'm making related. them present themselves in a different way now that's crazy yeah like my they ask for something you're like i know what you like yeah like one of those people literally just know what would be good this one guy whose hair i cut at a party <laughs> i cut it like way shorter than you wanted and he loved it. And I was just like, this is the height of human achievement. I'll this never let you cut my hair get once. Better. I well, wouldn't cut it too. I'll cut it longer than you want. Oh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. How do you wait it longer? Give you a little, <laughs> little room to work with. There we like, go. Honestly, I think as long as you do it, like not bad, like, you know, uneven or obviously mess it up, oh. people are always happy with it. Don't when it's tempt done. me. They're nah. just going to be, gonna be like, that's not true at all. People are like, Oh, you know what I mean? For they're you. used to being like, well, like if they're kind of it depends on how often they get their hair cut, I guess. But if you, you know what I mean, if you're getting a trim and they go a little shorter, but it looks good, you're not going to most of the, it, for me, I guess. Maybe it is just me, but I'm like, it's just you. You only get your I'm hair very, cut maybe once every three years. No, if I did that, it would be like down to my ass. I get it. I get it like once. you got to cut year. recently once a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got to cut recently. It's been you know, not, not three, three years, years ago, six months Kristen ago. Stewart. And so Six another two and a half years, than... you'll get it cut. No, yeah, I, I'm gonna get it cut in a few more months. I think. 
You're going to get it cut in a few minutes. Or maybe, yeah. I don't <laughs> uh, know. Maybe just because you said that, I'm going to start cutting it like all the time. I'm so we've known off. each other for four years. You've only had your hair cut three times. That you know of. Yeah. But you don't I know. notice every time. Well, Head think hair. about it. Three. Yeah, that's like already you're disproving what you just said. Okay, I was exaggerating a little bit, okay. but not by much. All right. Well, the point is my hair is pretty awesome. So okay. I like it. You barely get your hair cut. How often so do you get your hair cut, Stacy? Uh, whenever Frankie asks me to. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> we get our hair cut together. Oh, who's Frankie? He's my best friend. He works at After Dark. Oh, I know Frankie. Yeah. Does karaoke. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. How often do you know, get your you know hair cut, he... Joey? I cut it whenever I have a psychotic episode. How basically. often do you have psychotic episodes? <laughs> no, I don't have psychotic episodes. I cut it whenever I'm like having like... I wish I could lose 10 pounds this minute. I'll cut my hair. You know? Doesn't that make you look fatter? Well, it's just like I need immediate change, basically, is okay. what it is. Or like I'll dye my hair, you know, like I need immediate change. So. I have noticed you dyed your hair recently. It looks good. Well, thank you. Wait, you think so a haircut will make him look fatter? Well, yeah. If shorter you're, the hair, the fatter you look. Shorter, like less... I, kinda, I could kind of see that. Like if it's yeah. kind of yeah. scraggly up top, then it you don't really notice. Like, yeah. I don't so, know. Did your hair get shorter or did you gain five million pounds? <laughs> <laughs> right, like Huge. there's a certain point when it's yeah. just... And I don't think Joey could look fat no matter what no. you did. Aww. True story. Unless he gained weight. I'm glad That'd we're recording might. this. Yeah. You can go back and just listen to this and over feel good and about yourself. Just masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thin. I'm thin. Yeah. I feel like you were going to ask me something, Brandon. Um... It was about the haircut thing, like when uh, you said, "Could it like does it make him lose weight?" Like I was like, "Huh." It was really before that. It. Was it? What were you saying? <laughs> I don't know. About how me and Frankie get our hair cut. Oh yeah, do you value Frankie's opinion, or is he just someone that you're like you like when he says like if someone tells me to get my hair cut, obviously that happens all the time when you have longer hair. People are like, you should get your hair cut. Or like older people do sometimes that you work with. Ants. And, I you're, mean, and you're like, no. Like, yes. I, I, and as they're, a, or they're bald or something. As a friend in other areas of life, I value his opinion. Yeah. But mostly us getting our hair cut together is a convenience thing for him because I drive. Gotcha. So you guys it's not have like the him, same haircut. It's not, it's not like him thinking, oh, Stacy really needs a haircut. I was it's just him curious thinking I need a haircut. I might as well ask my friend who drives me to get a haircut to also get a haircut. Right. Is it a, also a camaraderie thing or is it just a convenience thing? I think it's also a camaraderie well, thing. Well, when you when you said it, you were like, whenever Frankie tells me to get a haircut, like I thought he was just like, you like this is getting out of hand. Like right. I'm gonna we're going for a haircut right now, kind of thing. No, it's because his hair is getting out of hand. So it's evolved into ritual though. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. I was just curious. Yeah. Even if that was the case, that's cool. I don't care. Brandon, do you, is there anything that good. you do? Thank you. Uh, with other people as like a no. camaraderie thing. Nothing. No, no ritual. No, no do group I ritual. Do, I mean, yeah, just being in a band is like all all of that. And yeah. then, um, not really. I guess when I when I smoked weed all the time, I guess that was kind of a thing too. You'd have like certain people that would come over and you'd do that together. I guess that's like, like the most like, ancient ritual there is. Yeah. It's, like, it's, I mean, is that what you mean or is, am I like totally off? No, just, it was a very, um, 
bland term. Like it was just a way, oh, just any sort of camaraderie thing that you would do with people. Like, um, was there a specific ritual of any sort, like sports, smoking weed, or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, and I've played like yeah, I played rugby and football in high school, and what? I I played basketball when I was like in elementary school, like fourth and fifth grade, and I played. We had this uh, co-ed softball league for like the summer. It was kind of just like for fun because me and all my friends that I knew and like small town thing. So that was kind of cool. So I've done stuff like that. I guess that's camaraderie in a way. And then like playing video games was always like that with me and my brothers since we were all like, there were like, you know, four of us and we'd all play like split screen four player stuff. So I don't know. That, that kind of shit. That definitely is. Yeah. What about you, Joey? Is there anything that you do ritualistically with friends? Mm, not really. No, you do don't. You, you don't consider open mic. There is a ritual element to some parts of it, but I also like am someone who tries to negate decorum or like I I want to subvert decorum in a way like. If I feel that I'm expected to hang out, it makes me really not want to hang out really, really bad. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, like yeah. there are people who if you're if you do a show um, with people like in in theater and you're if you're like doing like a play and everybody's like, let's go get pizza or whatever. And then you and like the one person you're tight with goes and goes to IHOP instead, like people will be mad at you. And I don't want them to be mad at me, but I don't want to, like, have to participate in the expected ritual. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what if totally. the expected ritual is something you want to do? Well, if it was pizza, I definitely would go because I love pizza. Okay. You know? But, and it also depends, like, if it's, it depends on the environment. So if we, you know, I'm trying to think of a good example, like you said about, like, comedy you know and comedy what about holidays do you go yeah i definitely well my family i'm very close with my family so we okay. do every holiday with my mom's extended side so how, how come i'm not invited to your family holidays because baby dean is would have a great time i don't see busy it at all times in anderson indiana going to weddings left and right yeah and we better censor baby dean because Oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to. I still think it's okay to say it. I was listening to an episode and I heard his little three, name three times. Uttered. Yeah. I'm so upset and about that. I, I heard Kristen I, I say, even Brandon think about will it. censor that. Yeah. Because yeah. Brandon doesn't edit our podcast, he'll listen to it, but not edit it. Uh, you know what? I, I really should. It. He I, barely listens to it. I should just like not edit a podcast so you can see what that sounds like. Yeah. The only difference like, is, is there's honestly, some pauses. I know that you edit it. And I not only just that, like <laughs> you, she tells, she says that I don't listen to it. Like, and the, I don't always listen to every minute of it. You're right. I will fully but admit I, right here on this podcast here on episode 17. I don't listen to our podcast. This is, <gasps> this is absolutely. Episode, first of all, I will fully admit that I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like how I interject and on people. That's okay. And I will admit that fully, one hundred percent admit that. But this that. is episode sixteen. The editor, though, okay, can he admit that? Well, this is episode sixteen, and um, I do listen to them, like 
I don't always listen to, like I just said, I don't always listen to every minute of it. If I'm in, especially when I, or like last week, minutes of like it. last week, I Maybe was, even 50 I was like, oh shit, it. it's Sunday and I need to like have this edited by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I forgot. So mm-hmm. I'll like make sure the intro and everything's in there, make sure it's sounding good. And then it, part of that is I have to let it play for a while. And I have this tool that kind of tells me like the overall loudness. So I'm always listening to, and I Levels also skip and around stuff. sometimes, especially if it's like, so there's been ones where it's like three hours worth of stuff mm-hmm. and I only I'm, I'm supposed to like she just said she doesn't listen to it so that that means I have to do for every like hour there's like you know maybe two hours worth of like editing you're doing well Brandon will- do you think we should call this the ungrateful cast uh, <laughs> she, she doesn't well and I tried to show her kind of how to do it because she's been she said that before like maybe you should just let me edit it and I was like yeah I can show you how to do some of this stuff and you actually they had the suggestion of like after we're done, like with this, um, we'll like listen to it back that night, and then they can. We like, did that the first night; it was really fun. But I feel like considering uh, Kay's uh, time schedule and needing to work early in the morning, yeah, I don't I, think that that. I totally is understand that, and I, I, I'm doing my best. Is what I'm, all I'm trying to say. In the last couple of weeks, I definitely have been super busy with like Christmas, my finals, all this bullshit. But yeah, Chris and Stuart. The, the father of your child is crying out here. I'm trying. No, I like. And all I'm, you can say is, have you listened to my podcast the, that I don't listen to? I felt yeah. so bad. And also, bad. the other thing, too, okay. is. Go, yeah, I'll let you. Sorry. But <laughs> she was just about to confess. The other feeling. thing, too, is the last three weeks, we've been getting like good number, like a more consistent, higher number on each episode has been like. It's they were kind of hitting yeah. a stride. And it's, it's actually good. Get, but I feel bad because Jared's episode hasn't gotten a lot of. Yeah, that's cut weird this, to me. Cut this, cut this. And no, no, it, but it's true though. If you look at like the, he listens to every episode, by the way. Poor guy. Well, we can cut this, I guess. But if you look at the numbers, to. though, his his doesn't have that. Ma- but I think it's because it was Thanksgiving week, and like everyone's plans are different, kind of on Thanksgiving. I think. If we're listening to Joey Hines' uh, podcast right now. I do want to say, let's listen to Jared's episode because no. it was a really good episode. It was a very good episode. Have you listened it to was, it? I, it was listen good. I don't know. That's what I Mr. mean. Joey's Joey original. L- listen to the original Joey Hine episode and then turn it all off. Shut it down. No, that's the problem. <laughs> Did you guys know if you search my name and comedy, because my cousin was telling me at Christmas that he was like trying to find my stand up and he looked up my name and comedy. The first thing that came up was this podcast. Yeah. My, that's that's awesome. On. Oh, that's so amazing. That's probably a contributor to those streams, right? Because I'm just a beloved. Do you have video person. of yourself online? No, I was going to talk about this. I want to like create a better social media presence, but it's so hard for me to like. I have like footage and stuff that I want to cut up. I wish I would have recorded those last two sets that I did at Summit because the audiences were huge. Mm-hmm. You need to get on Instagram and just post reels. Reels are where it's at, man. I know. I want to make and those Facebook ones. reels too. You can upload face uh, the same reel that you did on Instagram. You can like save the cross reel. post it. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that, and I want to make a TikTok, and I want to make those ones and that TikTok. have the words right on it that are saying it, like the like oh yeah captioning. Uh-huh. It that does that cool. like automatic. There's like an just play around with it for I a while, like it. It's fun. I think it's fun. So it's easy to like mess around with it a lot. I want to do that. And then I also have ideas for like little sketch things kind of that my brother gave me this one idea. I'm not going to tell you guys. You'll just have to see it. But I was like that for a long time with like Instagram and stuff. Like I just had like a Facebook page and then I started like really getting more serious about putting just random 
music clips and stuff and now i'm like i'm like why didn't i do this it's so easy to set up and like just yeah. doing it's fun kind of and then I if i it. if i make something on tiktok like the video you can put it on facebook tiktok instagram reels exactly. youtube shorts I, you can have it on all four or just I, one the same video i will so. say brandon's instagram presence is quite outstanding i don't have that same with your tiktok presence though. you still have like I'd say everything you make has at least a thousand. A lot views. of them do. The one video that did really well was me making fun of classical pianists and like wh- how they approach the piano and like the whole thing. And I'm wearing a suit, but that one, that one in particular, got a ton of views, like twenty thousand views on Instagram. <laughs> one of my favorite moments from this podcast was when there was like, it was back when Brandon used to edit the podcast, and <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was a little that was my clone audio clip. Of Brandon going, uh, this is for the people who <laughs> like. Oh, think the nerds. K Banks is a complete idiot. <laughs> um, oh, did oh, I thought you were talking about Mozart, else. not Beethoven. Oh, <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved yeah, yeah. it. I was like, this is high Brandon content, and this is yeah. worthy. I want more of this. I hope all of this. I hope the majority of this podcast is Brandon in post commenting on. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That. My favorite thing is making like. Do, like when I'm editing is doing the little intros. Mm. And then, I love the intro. And then, yeah, it's fun to like energy. There was one where they were like, you guys were, it was with Julie and you guys were like, she said, Kristen goes, I don't think it's been recording this whole time, guys. And before that, they were all like, like, like I was setting it up and they're like, are you sure it's recording? I'm like, yeah, like I'm sure it's recording. And I was like, we've done this like 14 times. You guys don't trust me yet. <laughs> yeah. And then they were all, I was like, I left the room, you know, I let them because th- they, they don't usually like me to be on the podcast. But since you're here, it's special. To be fair, but, but it no, didn't no, okay. it didn't look like that. It is really small and it's OK. Like, I wasn't mad about that. But I, like, I thought it was funny because then before they went to break, when she said they weren't recording Julie was like, yeah, because they've done that. He's done this 14 times. You guys don't trust him. And then, they, then she died laughing. And then, like, it, so then it cuts to me going, like, everything's fine, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're coming back. They're going on a little break, and we're back. And then it cu- cuts to, like, the rest of the episode. I love that stuff. But it's, like, a little, like, yeah. I could have said more shit, but I was just like, no, nah, I'll just leave it. Because <laughs> yeah, then the audience like... listening's like, yeah, it's, we're hearing this, so obviously it <laughs> <Yeah>. was recorded. <laughs> so, like, they're just talking shit for nothing kind of thing. This is called the K Banks gets repeatedly owned by her baby's dad <laughs> podcast. There are podcasts I, that I listen yeah, exactly. to though that are like slightly more professional than this. Well, yeah, where, I mean, but like, I'm not getting paid. It's just me doing it. I, like, there's a lot of things. Are my equipment right now is kind of uh, rigged together a little bit, but we're making it work. I, I was gonna, I was work. gonna say, it's my first one. I'm not. I, that was like the first half of my sentence. Um, <laughs> I immediately took offense to it. You, that's okay. That's no, kind of okay. what you it's do. Okay, though. You immediately take offense to things before yeah. we even have the ability to say totally, something. Totally, totally. That's what I do. This is the Stacy Can't Talk cast. Yeah. No, I was going to say I listen to other podcasts where. How dare they'll, you? Like they'll come back and say, uh, "We're sorry. We promised this specific episode, and we did record it, but it didn't record." <laughs> so, uh-huh. moving on. Wait, what? Like we we okay. like, had it on the schedule that it was going to be like the Loch Ness monster episode. Yeah, but then because it didn't actually record when they like did that episode, 
they don't go back and and do it because it's not organic uh, then. Oh, right. Speaking of things that we don't we don't do that either though, right? Different fictitious. No, I'm just things. saying this happened. Yeah. No, in I other totally. Podcasts. Yeah. So one of our listeners that comments on our YouTube channel. Has Crystal Spalding, shout out. Shout out to Crystal Spalding. <laughs> She's here in She's Fort an Wayne. adamant, adamant listener and an adamant commenter. And adamant, we appreciate her so much. I really do appreciate her. I love having feedback. If you guys want to give feedback, please email us at where's my hat podcast at gmail.com or on our YouTube page, which is where's my hat podcast. And give us, just tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you want to think. So Crystal Spaulding said, I want to hear more about conspiracy theories. Or our Facebook or Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, same thing. But you're right. Okay. Where's my hat pod? Where's my hat podcast? I'll put this in the beginning too so people can. Crystal Spaulding has commented, asked, Mm. I would love to hear more about conspiracy theories. Is there any conspiracy theory that any of us in this room want to talk about? Or believe. Or believe. It's tough because somebody who wants to hear about conspiracy theories, Crystal Spalding, I'm dressing you down right now. Don't. Anybody yeah. She is yeah. an awesome listener <laughs> she, and commenter. She has a sense of humor, I think. I think she'll think it's funny. Anybody, she'll, she'll be honored that we're talking about her. Good. I, I Anybody hope so. that wants to hear about conspiracy theories probably were a little bit out of our depth for what they want to hear. You know, like she knows, you know, she's got her handle on it. She thinks that RFK was like, <laughs> I mean, this is the RFK cast. What do um, you yeah. think about RFK? He, the guy that he was a handsome him. devil. No, no I mean, he was not. Yes, he was. He was so much no. more handsome. Than JFK. No, I mean about his death. He was assassinated by um, a so Palestinian John? radical. So the so so John or whatever. Hey, who's RFK? Robert Fitz, not Fitzgerald. Robert something Kennedy. Oh, so even he think was his related name to the Kennedys, was an F. and he died JFK's as well. JFK's brother, who was also assassinated while he was running for He was, like, really right. important. Like, yeah, how many of them are going to get assassinated and why? Even the original curse. The Kennedy oh. curse. Okay. Anyway, Joey, what are your thoughts on RFK? Well, like, what? What? why was I talking about RFK? I don't because know. his... Conspiracy theories. Yeah, the conspiracy surrounding his death that, like, basically his assassin was brainwashed to commit it hypnotized to do it yeah Yeah. and that he totally forgot that it happened after it happened based on like how he reacted to it because he was just like a bus boy basically did you listen to the rfk tapes no i just i don't know why i know about it that's crazy i think wikipedia okay um is like that that conspiracy goes so much deeper than could ever be discussed and crystal spaulding is like listening to this she's like i'm about to take a nap because I've got the RFK tapes covered. <laughs> She's like, that's my audiobook for nighttime, okay? And Crystal Spaulding, if you don't have the RFK tapes covered, go look up the RFK tapes and then also uh, the Ballad of Billy Balls, which I think they're like consecutive podcasts in the same podcast uh, series. But the Ballad of Billy Balls is my favorite podcast, so definitely go look that up. What's a better conspiracy theory that we know more about? Let's see. Like, There's, you know, the... There's like Illuminati, there's 9-11, whether that was an inside job. Yeah. Oh, so there's uh, Kanye, real fast, mm. uh, exposed the Illuminati saying that uh, every famous person sacrificed a family member to be Kanye. part of the Illuminati. Kanye sacrificed his mom. Michael Jordan sacrificed his dad. And then he goes on and on. Apparently, Kanye 
is missing. No. Missing. Breaking news. According to TikTok, he is missing. Well, okay. Number is this one, one news source in the TikTok world. Video? TikTok. Several TikTok videos. Oh, thank God. Four TikTokers. Yeah. Oh, it's been cross-checked with another mm-hmm. TikToker. Okay, good. Here's the thing, man. That guy is kind of nuts. And like, just because he says the Illuminati is real. That's a really good cover to be missing. Is saying, oh, Kanye is nuts. Of course he's going to go missing. He's going to do a a Dave Chappelle thing and go to Africa. Like, come on Kanye is nuts. Like, I would say he definitely, with the whole Jew thing, like, he doesn't know what he's saying sometimes. I truly believe he's not, like, hateful necessarily towards Jews. Maybe, like, he said some hateful shit. Did you see what he said on Alex Jones? He said some fucked up shit. Seriously. And he should. That was... Beautiful. But why do people take everything that guy? He's a rapper. Like, why do we listen to him? So, and then it's like, it, it's just it's crazy. And he lost tr- all his endorsements and stuff. So, like, he already, he got like kind of fucked over for everything already. I think it's because after Trump got elected, we realized like the joke um, celebrity figure who's saying things that are harmful to other people's like human rights and infringement, like. purports to have a goal that would infringe on someone's human rights that funny character is not a funny character you know right it's It's not no it's not funny but i i kind of almost feel like he needs like a friend that can be like hey what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) yeah i agree (laughs) i 100 agree um I gave it lips. So <laughs> wow. Showing Stacy. What what would you call that pillow? I have a pillow in my house that it's an emoji pillow with reverse sequins that changes it from a yellow smiling emoji to a gold uh silver smiling emoji. And I gave it lips by flipping the sequins around the mouth from gold to silver. To me it's funny. I think yeah. it's it looked hilarious. Can you give it a handlebar mustache? I don't think there's enough real estate for a handlebar mustache. Quite the mouth's frankly. too big. So that, like, that's how you should think. Of, like, that's what you should be doing when someone's like talking about what Kanye's saying. It's like that's how important it really is. To be honest, I was listening to everything you were saying. I no, no, I'm your serious. Every word. Though, like, it doesn't matter. Thank it's you, like, Joey. To me, it matters. It. To me, it matters. I, I appreciate. It's just I just think people take celebrities that literally. He said something about what his accountants or something. It's it was stupid. I find it fascinating when I get on TikTok and I watch things about Kanye on TikTok and I read the comments. Like, I like to read the comments on a lot of the videos that I watch just to see what people believe in this. And, like, you'll see a lot of people saying, oh, Kanye is finally speaking the truth. It's about time someone really exposed what's really going on in Hollywood. And I'm just like, about the Illuminati thing? About the Illuminati, about the Jews running the, the Hollywood, all that kinds of stuff. And I just find that fascinating because send me these TikToks, and then next time we record, I'll say how I feel about it. Okay. Okay. Like, do a Google search too, though. Don't you don't have to only use TikTok. I'm just saying. And then, like, (laughs) I'm I'm good with. I love TikTok. How else am I going to have my attention span really working? Uh, And there's good stuff on TikTok. I'm not saying like everything on there is wrong. No, it's just I find it really fascinating. It's entertaining stuff, regardless. Conspiracy theories. Whether they're right or wrong is very entertaining. Yeah, I agree. I like so, I like hearing about them. Shout out to Crystal Spalding. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. That was for you. Is there any other conspiracy theories that we'd like to talk about? All right, but we should wrap it up pretty soon here. Very soon. Okay. Yeah, I have to pee. 
Yeah, she has to pee. Should we talk about our topics? Yeah, well, we did, what didn't are... we? We had imaginary friend. What was yours, Kristen? Mine was. I also had eggs, but I, I'm okay with not. I mean, there's different styles eggs of good. eggs. I like eggs. But I like eggs anyway. Too. Go ahead. I want to think about eggs. Okay. Like no, eggs. we don't have to. Like, there's not. There's different ways to make them. I think it's mm-hmm. fascinating how many different ways you can order an egg. But other than that, I have nothing. I read eggs. a whole book about egg candling when I was a kid. Ooh. You guys are yeah. keeping it to chicken eggs. I hear. Oh shit! That's what I'm hearing. What kind of eggs are you interested in, Joey? Human. <laughs> right. I thought you were gonna say like ostrich. Would you or ever eat human eggs? Like no. it was like calamari. No. It's like, this more is like basically pee. Be more like caviar. It's basically pee. Hey, another question. What do you feel about women's breasts? What What do I feel about them? Mm-hmm. Like, do you stare at them? Do you like no. Them? Do you like them? Do you want to touch them? Do nope. you ever touch a woman's breast? Have you ever? Touched no need. Them? Have I you have. ever? <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> no need. Personal question: Have you ever penetrated a woman? No. My God. With what though? No, nothing. You've never, have you ever made out with a woman? Nope. Sorry. Breaking your little fantasy into, aren't I? Were you a C-section or were you a... uh... (laughs) No, it was a natural birth, but I was induced. I don't know if that helps. I was a C-section. A woman's vagina. I was was a C-section. Really? It doesn't matter. I I mean, I don't know if I was (laughs) or not, to be honest. I'm not even sure. I, I think, think you're I a was natural. natural. I think all of you are natural. Birth. How would Kristen? I wasn't. I've I listened was a... to she his has mother. No idea. Chris, I just told you I was born C-section. You said all of you. No, all, all of the, his all the family Eifert boys. Oh. All the all the Eifert children. The thing is, right. you, I think you're right, but it's still funny that you would be that <laughs> yeah, that like, assertive about it. But you're recalling like, a conversation you had that like definitely didn't ha- like what, what are you we talking we about? had a conversation about it because I don't think I don't know like because you were pregnant and my mom, but I don't remember like it's something I just never chat up with my mom about. Like, so did I come out your, your pussy, or did Ew. I get cut out of you? It's no, just something you don't about talk it. about. All four, like, because the I'm longest, saying, uh, it's, it's weird. The longest labor was with you. <gasps> See, now it's getting like the details. Yeah, like, but the first she, one's the hardest. Did you know that uh, human true. fertilization has gone down fifty percent in the last fifty years? I believe it. What do you mean in general? Yeah, because of plastic. Like, oh, like it's harder for people to just have babies in general. Like, like it's people. uh, it's caused like uh, like sperm cell, you know, damage, and then also it's like testicular cancer is more prominent because of that. I have also. heard about the plastic thing like a lot, actually. Did you know that they can measure how fertile you can be as a man by how far away your asshole is? To your testes. That can't be right. TikTok. I'm just kidding. No, that's Joe <laughs> Rogan. But still, I, I find that fascinating. It was by a doctor. That's like one of those things where they're like, hold your hand up in like the the length of like, what is it like the distance your from here ring to here? Finger is like, and your yeah. index finger is like indicates testosterone exposure in the womb. Yeah, and like how big your dick is and stuff. Or like even the big feet, big hands thing, big yeah. dick. Isn't it? For, so for women, if your index, or if your ring finger is longer than your index finger, you've had longer testosterone exposure in the womb, so you're more likely to become a lesbian. 
I thought you were going to say have an extra... I don't know how true this is. I just remember reading that once. Do lesbians have high T levels? I don't know. That is a binary lens on human sexuality. That is completely... No, I don't think think that that's the case because even trans men have to take hormones. Right. And trans women, for that matter. Same, yes. So... I don't know. I don't know. I just remember reading that as an article once. Well, like for guys, like you could have, you could be a gay guy with a lot of testosterone or a gay guy with like less testosterone. I don't know if it like necessarily makes you less gay, but in a woman, it'd be different. Like maybe, maybe there is something to the hormones that make you more prone to being gay. I don't know. Who knows? But do you think it's all biology then? Or like, do you think some of it is like choice? So a therapist once told me uh, once upon a time that women who have had abandonment around infancy are more likely to become lesbians. Oh. It was a therapist who was also a lesbian. My mom tried to kill me, and now she lives in a mental institution. See, because that makes some sense, but then I think there's both. I think there's people that, like are like born that way like their brains kind of wired that way from birth and then i think there's people that like maybe they just like it's like nature versus nurture thing i'm sure i always would have been a lesbian right if that even if that didn't happen there'd be some other my life just would have been a lot different if that happened you would have been like a rich lesbian (laughs) no i would have been a much more poor lesbian oh crap because my uh terrible because then i went to live with my grandparents who were rich Oh, work it. Yeah. It's a great story, actually. Right? Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> oh, lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, what was your topic, Joey? Harry Potter. What do you have to say about Harry Potter? I thought that, you know, those there's some really great child actors in that franchise. I have to say, mm-hmm. um, but I never really engaged with it. I just didn't care. I did not yeah. care. I was I I'm, like, I read the first four books when I was like that. I was in junior high when they were like coming out. Mm-hmm. When I got to the fourth one, the gap between the fourth and fifth one was kind of long because the books started getting kind of longer for a little while. And okay. like, I just never really fit. Like I've watched the movies and they're good, but I went by the time they were coming out, I didn't really care. And I don't think I've seen all of them. When but I, I like was, it. I do like it, though. That's the thing. When I was in fourth grade, the the fourth grade teacher at the school, the Catholic school I went to, she was like... Satan. No. She was like... Oh. It was actually after they decided that it's not satanic. Okay. And because there was a time in the Catholic church where it was like, don't read those about witchcraft. Yeah. They were really didn't know how to like handle it for yeah. a while. But the four, in, my, in fourth grade, my fourth grade teacher, every year she would read a Harry Potter book to the class like chapter by chapter throughout different like lunch breaks or whatever and then at like semester we would have a harry potter day where we make candles and we do like fun things well she was like what harry potter book are we going to read guys which book should we read and i hadn't read a single one i was like the first one and like she was like oh we're gonna read the sixth one (laughs) (laughs) like what the heck like how am i supposed to care about this she was Go reading straight into year books. six. That would be rough. Yeah. To get in. Yeah. And it's like we had the option to read our own book or listen to her read the sixth Harry Potter book. And it didn't matter. Like you can do either one. 
And most of us were like, um, we're going to like do our own thing, read our own book. And she got so ticked that halfway through the book, she stopped reading it and canceled Harry Potter Day. Oh, so damn. I don't fuck with Harry Potter. Dude, we had a thing at our school called Accelerated Reader. Mm-hmm. And you'd get like, that. yeah. So like the Harry Potter books were all worth a lot of points for that. Yeah. So people would like cheat to pass the test you know so they could go on like the class trip at the like going bowling or whatever it was for having a certain amount of points okay so yeah like i just remember those books were worth a lot of points we had like we had to get a certain amount of ar points like we just had to that was just part of the curriculum and it was based on your reading level and me and one other girl in class we were in seventh grade we had a reading level that was so it was based on grade level so if your reading level was seven you had a seventh grade reading level well our reading level was 13 so me and just this one other girl our reading level was 13 and you had to read books you could only get points from books that were your reading level or higher there were no level 13 books in our library because that's not a reading level it's just like higher than senior in high school which is an adult human so they make an exception then or what they were like you can read the 12 reading level nobody else was a 12 everybody else was like eight nine whatever so we were like fine and like we there were two books in the library that were reading level 12 gulliver gulliver's travels and pride and prejudice Mm -hmm. i did not want to read gulliver's travels so i tried to check out pride and prejudice from the catholic school library as a little seventh grade boy Mm -hmm. and the librarian Libby Alberting, if you're listening to this, <laughs> she was like, that's a book for girls and you cannot get it. What? She wouldn't let she you check it out. Let me check it out. Beautiful it's messed book. up. She wouldn't let me check it out. It's so by Jane Eyre. That's American literature. It's by Jane Austen. Yeah. Jane Austen, I'm sorry. So I think it's. I think How it's is it for English. girls? I, I'm not that familiar. I've heard the name of it. I've never read it or yeah, I don't know much about it. Promising Young Women that's from Jane Eyre. I'm not sure. Um, I think Jane Eyre is a book. No, it's an author. I thought it was an author. I'm sure. Shit. I don't know. Anyways, but on, yeah, um, it's about just this girl who's like, she, you know, doesn't want to get with this guy because of her pride and his prejudice or whatever. Whatever. It's dumb. It's about like eighteen it's like Edwardian England or something. It's it's a bad book. So is Gulliver's freaking travels starring Jack Black. <laughs> so I ended up reading Gulliver's Travels. It sucked and I didn't finish reading it. I looked up the synopsis and I took the AR test. Right. But um Cliff Notes. She would not allow me to read it. Yeah. In this world. And then my brother, many years later, told that exact same story as if he remembered it <laughs> happening to him <laughs> and i was like no that happened to me he was like oh yeah that did happen to you <laughs> nice well what do you guys think you want to so i didn't have that same experience with specifically harry potter i had to read like the twilight series and like I- I just remember like my teachers reading that book and then like all my classmates and I were just making fun of it as it was going because like the sparkly vampire thing was outrageous and like we're like is this a book for kids what's going on like why is this gentleman trying to rape this lady and stuff like that he wasn't trying to rape her if felt imposing no he wanted to eat her but he loved her so he didn't want to be near her why am i reading this in middle school anyways so i just remember being like i'm severely i'm not severely i'm pretty dyslexic 
And so, like, trying to read. <laughs> I truly am, believe it or not. Uh, I have uh, ADD and I'm dyslexic. So, uh, I just remember trying to read it. What's this? This is terrible news. <laughs> is really it hard. not obvious? That's a really hard way to go through school. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, shout out to Dan Brown because of the Dan Brown books. I was able to actually uh, advance in my reading level. But the point is, is like I shout just shout out Clifford the Big Red Dog. Stephanie, <laughs> wait up a little. I'm just my advancement. Yeah. Brandon hates people with dyslexia. Yeah, and ADD. Like, give me a break. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're making the you're making me sad, so I'm trying to lighten the mood a little. Go ahead. Fuck your sadness. Anyways, um, so yeah, I just well. remember like trying to read the Stephanie Meyer books, and like I would just be like, "What is going on? What is the point of this? Like, I don't. Why am I reading romance novels for teenagers? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like Harry Potter made more sense to me because like I was able to read the first book when I was like probably twelve. And, like, the way that Harry Potter is written is the advancement in literary, the, the, the advancement in literacy becomes more as, the ch- as children develop. So, like, the first book is meant for first graders or third graders, I believe. Or she just used to be like shittier at writing. It could have been. I don't think that was the case because you can read, like, as you grow. As you grow. And that's what I loved about the Harry Potter series. It's very cool. So someone at, like me in high school could read the whole thing by the They time. were like fun to read. They were like interesting. Oh, absolutely. I think that's part of it. They were, and they were written like a story and not as like thick as like some of the, some of the stuff they make you read in high school. English class and stuff was pretty, just, you know, they'd have to have a whole class explaining what was happening in the book as you're reading it. You're like, I don't even know what I'm reading. Right, like we had to do some like Hamlet and stuff, like ep- yeah. excerpts from it, and we're like, nobody in the class really like gave a shit. You I, know? Was, I was so dyslexic. Like they'd give everybody in class Hamlet to read. They'd give me The Outsiders. You <laughs> <laughs> were like Pony Boy. Yeah, <laughs> stay golden, Pony Boy. Good book. I loved it. I don't know anything about Hamlet, though. Wow, that's a bummer. Did you see Lion King? I did. I did. You're caught up. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Mufasa's killed in Hamlet? Yeah, Mufasa gets killed before Hamlet. Wait, Lion King is a precursor to Hamlet? No, Lion King is a rip of Hamlet. I mean, it's not really a rip. It's like, it's based I know, on Hamlet. Oh, I okay. did not know that. You guys... I don't know. I didn't read Hamlet. That's a big mm. bummer. <laughs> yeah, it's Hamlet. Wow. He's seeing the plot of it's very similar. It's right. exact. It's yeah. the same plot. He doesn't hold his dad's skull. He doesn't have hands. In the uh, elephant graveyard, doesn't great uh, Scar hold a lion's skull? Does he? That's like a visual gag to Hamlet. He was never in the elephant graveyard. Whatever. He holds a lion skull. I've seen the pics. <laughs> also great soundtrack. Did you not see the movie? Lion King. Awesome soundtrack. Love that song. Are you oh, sure yeah, he by wasn't Hans in Zimmer. the elephant and graveyard? And Elton John. Huh? Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah well, because Mufasa told Simba to never go there. Right. But I'm pretty sure that's where Scar hung out all the time. I don't know. It's not a very long movie. 
You're right. He does hold an, uh, a skull, but it wow. wasn't in the elephant graveyard. Okay, sorry, Doctor Simba. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't get your movie exactly right. Do you know how many times I've watched this movie? I have a little son. I've watched it at least thirty thousand. That's times. the funny thing. Okay, you know how like okay, so he's like at the age where you could put any animated movie on and he'd be okay with. It. He's like happy to you know, when but I she'll was... she'll keep repeating the same movies. <laughs> He, he likes it. He likes it. But I think it's you. But it, when he's older, he's going to request like the same movies. And then you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I've already seen this one like a million times. He's going to be like, play The Lion King again. <laughs> you've trained him to have a fondness for a movie by playing it on repeat. When it's I, a good movie, though. I'll give you that. When I was watching him that one time, I put on this really creepy Pinocchio movie. I didn't realize that it was going to be so disturbing. Um, is it the the remake of Pino- like the live action Pinocchio? No, it was like kind of claymation, but it was just really creepy, huh. really creepy. But Dean was like kind of into it, but honestly, I was bored, and I was also like, maybe you shouldn't be seeing this. And so yeah. I like just started playing music, and he liked the music better, but he definitely was like watching the movie. <laughs> Yeah, he'll watch, and sometimes he'll watch, no matter what, after a while, sometimes he'll just start doing something else. Like, if it's, like, Pokemon, he'll watch it for a while, and then he'll, like, start doing other stuff, and I'll just be sitting there watching Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing the same thing with Naruto, too, because I try to pick stuff that's, like, fun for me to watch also. Mm -hmm. Like, Spongebob, he's into that, too, for the most part. But, like, the thing that really holds his attention is Sesame Street. But why do you say Naruto like that, if you, in fact, have seen it? Naruto. (laughs) Thank you. Why do you say it wrong? Naruto. You he say just started, Naruto. He, he literally just started watching it like never, this I've, year. Yeah, like twenty twenty three. Like a month ago. Oh, How wow. was it supposed to be said? I, Naruto. I was into Didn't Naruto. Didn't I say that? Naruto. Oh, like, Naruto. 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 That's how they all say they're all like whining. Isn't that what I said? Naruto. No, I'm, I'm you saying You keep like, saying Naruto. it wrong. Your emphasis Naruto. is on the ooh. Naruto. 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 Yeah. Did you like Naruto. it? There's all these anime. It's actually nerds fascinating. Cringy. Who's your favorite character? I mean, better not be Sasuke or. I, I was just gonna say like Sasuke is pretty dope. No, he sucks. Uh, Takashi Six Nine is actually my favorite. Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> the uh, I really I like Lee. I like Lee. Lee's pretty cool, but then also okay, what's the guy's name with the picture of sand? Um, that uh, guy's, Gaara that with guy's, the gourd. Yeah. The gourd yeah. of sand. That guy's kind of awesome. How far did you? Is even that how far you got? That's about how exams. far I'm at. Yeah, that's the best part of the show. It's pretty it really? sweet. Yeah, I like Anko, who is like the woman who's running the Forest of Death simulation, and she has the snake jutsu, and she's like Orochimaru's old protege. She's like a complicated backstory. She's the one who the, the one who put the curse on uh, Sasuke. She yeah, Orochimaru put the curse on Sasuke. Yeah. She's trying to like stop Orochimaru, oh, and okay. she's like, "This is gonna end both of our lives." That moment. Remember? Oh, but she actually kills herself. She's so only. aloof. But she did. But she lived. They like survived her. They saved her somehow. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. She's awesome, and um, I like some later characters that are you guys haven't seen yet and it would you say okay i'm gonna say this wrong too but shippuden shippuden is better than that's what everyone says and i i I still and i've missed a few episodes here and there like and she keeps putting it on and falling asleep so then when next time i watch it it's like you're on episode like you know what i mean i gotta go back and the great thing about shippuden is like so the part one score is really redundant 
you keep I hearing those same scores that like, burr, 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 like I love that. I was telling I like you love it. that. I do too. Yeah. But it, I've seen. Have you seen those memes where they they do that, but like purposely play? It's like a recorder really badly for that part. It's, it's so <laughs> no. funny, and yeah. it's like some guy like doing a Naruto run in real life. You know? Yeah, it's hilarious. It is like shitty kind of score, but it's kind of fun. I like it though. Yeah, and it's less like. Watching part one is kind of like watching a PowerPoint presentation of like different images like that are just in Ken Burns effect. It kind of. Yeah. And, and they did the battles even they'll like stop the battle and then go back to like their whole entire backstory. Yeah. Well, which is kind of common for an anime, I guess. Yeah, of course. I like and, I, and I like Dragon it. Ball actually, type. But they make it they make it like interesting, though. So that's I, I'm probably why why you like Lee, though, because most of his content is like fluid fight choreography, which is yeah. very fabulously drawn versus Anytime you see Sakura, she's just like freeze frame pointing and yelling, like, mm-hmm. which I don't really like Sakura, but Sakura's so whiny. I, I don't know. I'm not into Sakura so much. I don't see the point. First off, it piss- what pisses me off is that like she's such the damsel in distress. In the character. beginning, I yeah. think she comes into her own later, right? That's she has right. to. Well, Basically, I mean, we're on season two. So. Yeah, we're like really early. You guys so. are going to be introduced to it, the greatest character in the show. You haven't met Jiraiya yet, right? No. There are three characters <sighs> called the Sanin. They're the legendary ninja, and they're the greatest ninja of all time. And they each mentor one of Team Seven. So Jiraiya mentors Naruto. Tsunade is a woman and she was the daughter of the first Hokage, the granddaughter of the first Hokage. She mentors Sakura and then Orochimaru ends up, spoiler alert, do you guys care? No, you're Wait, okay. no, I do care. Forget it. I was, Orochimaru and Sasuke well, might saw, not have a relationship later. Let's, <laughs> but I saw the, so is that the guy that like, uh, he's the snake guy. But okay. Jiraiya's the spiky what's, what's the white part, hair guy. Naru- Naruto. Uh-huh. He uh What's their master's name again? Like Kakashi Takashi Takashi so like Kakashi Kakashi. It means scarecrow. It means scarecrow. So like he uh Takashi Kakashi mm-hmm. puts Naruto with that other guy and he doesn't want to be trained by him. Jiraiya, it's, yeah, the is black that, guy with the long white hair. So yeah, is that? That's yeah, that's not, one of the Sani. That's one of the ones you're talking he is about, right? One of the, that's the only one I've been introduced to so far. The three Sanin are the best characters in the show. They're just written better. They can't help it because they're based on legendary Japanese folk characters named Jiraiya, Orochimaru, and Tsunade. So it is what it is. They're Sick. just the best. Stacy. How are you doing, Stacy? How are you holding up over there? I I have not understood we'll anything cut this. you guys have been talking we'll about. You should just watch, just watch Naruto on Netflix. Why would I? Why would you not? Why do I need to? Why do you, like, I mean, why do you watch anything? Because it's I'm entertaining. Not, I don't know. I, I'm i not really into anime unless it's like that. a group, you know, people are... What's your favorite? What's your favorite anime? Yeah, yeah. Unless it's <laughs> hentai. Well, well, before we go any further, I would like to uh, talk about time. And time is limited. You want a hard rap? <laughs> I, unfortunately, we live in a linear time. space. Love Cindy so Lauper. at some point, we need to okay. wrap it up. Yeah, well, yeah Joey. we can we can Let end it. No, that was, that was no, I, I, I'm I really enjoy this, and I would like to continue this at some point. But at this moment, this episode's called Hard Cut. We're scrapping it all. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> We're gonna redo this. Hey, is there Wrigley tomorrow? No, it's next Tuesday. Okay. 
Um, but yes, that's a good point. Uh, Sorry, we got to end the episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Wait, is oh, there wait. is there any recaps? Anything just, that we'd like to talk about before we end? I hope we find a way to to segue out of everything. Hi guys, if you're listening to this, Brandon couldn't find a better way to end the podcast, and this is Joey here uh, telling you we're about to do a little bit of housekeeping before <laughs> we sign out here. Um, K Banks is uh, hosting an open mic at Wrigley Bar and Grill in Fort Wayne, Indiana, every single Tuesday night. Fuck yeah! At seven p.m. Yes, sign ups at seven. Sign ups at seven. Show starts at eight. <laughs> right? Yes, seven thirty. Show starts at seven thirty, <laughs> I guess. But don't come too late because that's when I'll be up there and just having a good time and. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Stacy Stark. I don't think this is gonna be out in time, but she's gonna be in Holly Jelly Kwanzaa, uh, produced by Cryptic Initials over at Wondercomer on Friday the thirteenth at eight p.m. I'm assuming. Is that like this coming Friday or the next one? Friday the thirteenth is next. Yeah. I'm also next gonna Friday. be so 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 sorry. Go ahead, Kay. I was just going to say, I'm also going to MC at Summit uh, January 11th. So I'm pretty excited about that. Cool. Good for you. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but continue about your uh, your situation, which is even more fascinating. Are you, you're not in the Holly Jolly Kwanzaa? No, I was snubbed. That's fucked up. <laughs> I wasn't snubbed, but they're going to be hurting without me. Did you, did you decline? No, didn't ask me. So you were snubbed. I guess in a way. You think they're hurting for me, huh? I mean, I, I just wish that I could have done the last show that you were in. I but know. I was sick, so that sucks. I missed you. Yeah. You're welcome. You guys, would if I had an HGTV show, would you guys watch it? I feel like I'd yeah. be What's good it at about? It. Mm, I don't care what it's about. I would, be, I would want to go to places that are like ugly ish and people are like i like that it's ugly but like it's just not like that functional and i'm like i i love that it's ugly like i love that there's you know a waterfall here are you talking about my home right now no like houses that are like this is the flintstones house we're in the flintstones house right now like i love that kind of thing like i'd want it to be very strange but like you know I, here's what we could do because I have a natural sense of feng shui. I can't help it because I'll just get, it drives me crazy. But um, that would be the show. That you would like be hosting? You'd be like doing the tours kind of? I would be like fixing it basically. Oh. I'd be like, we're going to change this. To we're make it better? Bring out the natural, you know. Well, the people have to have, they, so they're going to have to have something that they think's wrong with their house to be on the show in the first place they're like can someone like make my house not suck as much yeah like, what's the, mm-hmm. this house doesn't make or it's like you know that the outside is so cool because it is literally a it's like a mine it's a working mine yeah. <laughs> but the inside like it's just the, don't make no sense sure. and be like yeah we need more natural light so we're just gonna put mirrors <laughs> everywhere like they did in the egyptian pyramids it's <laughs> wow. gonna reflect more natural light in here right that's awesome that'd be the show it's a great solution joey you have anything you want to plug just my hgtv show coming out <laughs> in uh 2032 hell yeah okay. Looking forward to that. It'd be good. Hopefully, yeah, I love HGTV. I uh, I'm scared of watching it these days because Why? I would probably alter my entire home. Yeah, 
makes you, your skin start to chill. Like, you don't have do the it. money to do that. I <gasps> don't. You're absolutely right about that. Come sponsor us on the Patreon page that we don't have set up yet. Um, it's going to be great. Just go ahead and give us money to help us with our oh, decorating. That, that'll be exciting. We'll I have... really do actually want to do those movie rewatches, though, with Joey for a Patreon. We oh, could do that. Or even, that. even for Naruto just... Naruto or Naruto? And can we, we can watch, watch The Princess Diaries? Naruto. I'm not interested in watching Naruto. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, you could watch like an episode. It's There's only like Naruto 20 movies. minutes. There's okay, Naruto if we do oh, like are... one episode. <laughs> I'm not going to do an entire... I'm not going to commit well, to an no, entire anime series. It's a lot. It's like one of... It's just so it, long. It is. It is like, and then there's like two. It's like there's Shippuden, and then there's the regular one. Mm-hmm. And the original Pokemon. There's like eight movies. We've got a lot to watch. Together. Pokemon watch has Diaries. a ton. Pokemon's like. Diaries. I would love to watch the Pokemon movies because I love them. Did you guys watch the Celebi movie ever? Oh no, no I didn't because see that one. I, I feel like I was probably the perfect age for the movies. Yeah, maybe I watched is the first what it two is. and then I grew out of it. To be honest, because I saw the Mewtwo one. Like I so remember. Good. On VHS, we had it or something. Yeah, we had it too. It was Pokemon 2000. Yeah, 2000. So good. Yes, sir. Anyway, sorry, Stacey. Stacey hates the country of Japan. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's just that I like. I like. Sorry I to like our Japanese anime. audience. Like I'll watch anime. I enjoy it while I watch it, but afterwards, I don't remember it at all. I'm bad with the names at first, but I'm start. They're starting to. Like I know. I mean, the I, there's only certain animes that I've seen a ton of. Yeah. Like, I have a brother who's super into One Piece, and then, like, I've seen all of Death Note. That was pretty cool. That's one of the great. I've seen a lot Ghost of Dragon Ball Z and a lot of, shows. like, Dragon Ball Super and stuff. Those are awesome. The original Dragon Ball. What else? Bleach. I saw, like, the first 300 episodes of Bleach. That show was too scary for me when i was a kid it used bleach to is kind of violent i mean it's night like on cartoon network yeah they'd have to show it at night because it's like <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of blood it's pretty it's crazy like, it's bleach or george lopez tonight you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching george but yeah if there's any anime fans out there sorry for mispronouncing everything crystal spalding we do apologize because we know she's probably an avid naruto watcher and uh but she's very very disappointed in what she heard tonight. We'll have to have her on the podcast sometime so she that can would be defend so herself. Good. Be like, yeah, Brandon. That Joey guy. I don't know. What if I'm Crystal Spalding? Oh, you, you could be. We have no idea who she oh is. Well, no, be. Kristen knows who she is. I've never met her. So she's what she comes. Doesn't she do stand up? Her husband does stand up. Who's her husband? Her husband does stand up. Yeah, she didn't share this with you guys. I don't know. No. We'll talk about this off pod. Okay. Why? Okay. Brandon, is there anything you want to plug? Gonna dox Crystal Spalding's husband. No, we don't have to dox him. But if he <laughs> does, if he does stand up in brand, Fort Wayne, then he'd be. A... Brand new. Okay, okay. 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 You could have yeah. said that into the mic. Yeah, he's brand that new. She like said. Here, I'll do her voice. Salt. He's brand new. He's brand new. Just give. That was just Kristen. Just give him days. a moment. Let him breathe. Let him play around with it first before we. Put them on air. Have okay? you Calm met them? No. But I, I we'll talk about it off the pod. Okay, okay. Brandon, is there anything you want to plug? I feel like you were lying. I feel like you're lying too. I was just, oh my God. I, <laughs> I have to go to bed at some point. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is there anything I want to plug? No. Nah. All right. I mean, I have, okay, I guess like if, if you want to check out uh, Equip Music on Instagram, and on, I'm on like YouTube, TikTok, also Equip, and it's spelled E Q W I P, and it's just me like doing different musical stuff, 
making videos, being silly. Um, and he then, has funny sketches. I'm I'm playing at the Ruin on the eighth. That should be cool around of, eight o'clock of January. Yeah, this like coming be up. Time. Yeah. Um. It's not just me. That's going to be with a band of people from the PFW Music School. We're getting together and putting something together, so that should be fun. And I don't know. I guess uh, that's pretty much does it for me. All right, everybody. This was Where's My Hat. First episode of the new year. How exciting. Everybody, a round of applause. Yay. Yay. Exciting. We've made it, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night. Bye. And or day. <laughs> <laughs>